Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast ever in history, ever. We're on episode 938 now, if you can believe that. And I am Joe Negron, along with Humnamahama. Hi, Joe. What are you it's doing here? Alternate Larry is here today. Ah, okay, cool. Sometimes you just have to have alternate Larry. Yeah. Sometimes. Not quite as good looking, he would tell you. Well, but he doesn't know. But uh, but still here anyway. That's just what Larry says. You don't. Yeah. It's not necessarily I mean, I can't, true. I've never driven a stand-up uh, uh, machine um, or a sit-down machine. So I, I, he can't judge me on that. I, In I Ohio, I would choose. sit-down machine drives you, is what I heard. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to talk about wrestling today. And boy, we have a lot to talk about. This was, oh my this was a lot of stuff to watch. This was. I think that's why Larry yeah. s- scurried away this week. Yeah, he's smart. It was too I think much he stuff. Saw the twenty-one man battle he royal and was like, "Never mind, forget that." That's a good point. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it wasn't just that. It was. There's so much stuff this week. We had um, the yeah. Blood Money pay per view. We had Double or Nothing. We had the NXT Battleground pay per view that we're not even covering. We had um, New Japan Best of Super Juniors Finals. Um, yeah. Just. Just and along with the regular old Raw SmackDown Rampage and Dynamite, it's a lot. And oh my God, we'll talk about it in the Rampage review. But the sooner that we can get Collision going and retire <laughs> Rampage from the show, the better. Wow, I felt like I wasted my time watching Rampage. Yeah, as long as Collision doesn't become a two-hour Rampage, then I'm fine. Well, then I won't watch it. Right. I watch Rampage because it's only an hour. If it was yes. two hours at that level, it would be like dark elevation almost. Exactly. Not there. It so would be like a little bit better than that. But yeah, whew. but yeah, I uh, there is just way too much wrestling this past few weeks, and um, we are going to find out what next week already is uh, New Japan Dominion. We're going to find out who's in the G One. Oh yeah! Oh, so, that's going to be exciting news. You know this? This could be the year for like somebody like a. Brian Danielson, he can't possibly have many, many definite years left on his body. He needs, if he's going to do it, it's time to do it. Yep. If this is on his list, this is probably the time. It's now or it's, Um, I think it's now or never. And you know what? Why not bring Claudio with you and just one of them is in A block, one is in B block and just go. And just try and destroy everybody from from Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, that. that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Um, maybe we'll talk about New Japan on this show. Hint, hint, because yeah, we uh we have a lot to say. We watched a lot of stuff. So thanks, Larry. A lot. Thanks a lot. Just kidding. <laughs> it's okay. No, yeah. Larry, Larry, Larry can take a break. It's I don't care. Um, I care a little. Um, so, <laughs> but I like Humnamahama being here though. So that's the thing. So. Yes. It's a nice you know, trade. Three months or so. It's once a quarter. I show up. Is that is that right? Three months is a quarter. It's uh, I think since. 25 minutes is a quarter of an hour, right? Three months is a quarter of a year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's how that works. um, Every once in a while. Yeah. Very (laughs) cool. I'll show up. Well, we should, we should talk about stuff then the show and wrestling because we have a lot to talk about. Um, There's a, I I think the news mostly happens during the the programs. So I don't have a lot of news to talk about, but um, I do because I wanted to talk about the whole, 
collision si- collision situation, but we'll get to that at Dynamite. So I don't think that really okay. matters right now. Um, but if people want to go to smartwrestlingfan.com slash no smartwrestlingfan.com <laughs> or patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan there see it's an or not a slash. there's no extra yes. thing there if they want to do you that that would be awesome um we have a lot of stuff to be given away for a little there's amount of money there. yeah there's, oh. there's too much stuff yeah what let me give you my update my smart movie fan update you have an update? Oh, where are you? Right. right. Yes, because I'm going through all the smart movie fans, starting at number one, Sleepaway Camp. Right. And going all the way through to catch up to modern day, which I don't know what that is now. Uh, it changes quickly now because we've been doing yeah. a lot of shows. So You had like a, a peanut thing or a, or a, a cabin thing. We had a peanut a allergy? Wicker man. A wicker, wicker thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, peanut butter. Yes. Yes, we yeah. did. We did. So you got to guess where I am now. Where oh, am okay. I? Well, let me let me look at the list, and I can tell you. And yes. Right now, you are. Oh boy, this is tough. <laughs> uh, you pass there. Now keep in mind. I'll give you, you a hint. You don't have to give I, me a hint. I, I, I think I got it. Okay. You're you're at freaks. Oh, no. See, you could have used my hint. Oh, sorry. So here's my hint. Now I, I took some stupid. time off to go to Colorado and watch They Might Be Giants. Yeah. And so I needed things to do in the airport and on the plane. And what I did was watch movies. Huh. Okay. So that means I'm beyond freaks. You're on. Well, if you're on Hatley High, I want to know how you found it. Yes, I'm on Hatley High. How did you find it then? Um, that was the hardest movie for us to acquire of all the movies we ever did. <laughs> yes. How did I find Hatley High? I think I found it out on the Usenet somewhere. <laughs> I couldn't find it on the Usenet, the torrent. I couldn't. I wanted to buy it legitimately, like I normally do with these movies, or watch on a streaming right. service. It doesn't exist. No. It's yeah. Whoever picked that, I haven't, I haven't got to your uh, podcast. It was yet, as so watch as Larry says, it was Uncle Ducky, but it was Unky Duck. Uncle Duck. Yeah. Ah, okay. So yeah, that's, so yeah, that's, I'm I'm in the middle of that movie, and okay. it's better than I thought it was going to be just from looking at the poster. Oh, it's a fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun fun movie. So, but I'm definitely getting my my smart movie fan dollars worth going through yeah. having uh, this little. Uh, what do you call it? A scavenger hunt for movies or a, a I don't know. Obstacle course of movies. Whatever I'd this say is. it was more like an it. obstacle course. Yeah. 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 I would say it's a th- No, it's a theme park of movies. I would say it's like that. Yes. Okay. That's section yeah, of the theme park. Once I got out like of like movie. Uh, yeah. Dumb and Dumber Town with, with Hell Comes to Frog Town. Oh, like those, those towns were so bad. Oh. Yeah. We were in a, we were in definite valley. Right Remember then. when we thought Dumb and Dumber was really funny? Were we all yeah. just like on drugs back then or something just, like I think the, our level of intelligent movie watching was not that great know. at that point it was in life. Fun. I swear it was funny. Um, but watch it now. I don't, it's just, it doesn't, I don't no. know if it doesn't hold up or what. I don't know. It's but anyway, a, you know, they didn't do these kinds of things in movies yet. You know, you didn't have someone on the toilet making those noises yet. That's you true. had the, you had the uh, blazing saddles, you know, being seen around the campfire. Yeah. 
but but that was about as vulgar as it got. So to have somebody do that on the toilet it's, it's in Dumb and Dumber, that was just uh, unheard of. And so we thought that was the best thing ever. I don't know. I don't think I ever Maybe. thought that, but who knows. Or we were all on drugs together. Okay, we're all on the crack, whatever it was called back then. Yeah. I think it was called caffeine yeah. for me, but um, okay. So, yeah, I'm glad you're watching the, the, the movies and listening to Smart Movie Fan, but if you, the listener, want to be on, in on Smart Movie Fan, it's really easy. It's five freaking bucks a month. You get all the Smart Movie Fan episodes. You get all the content that's up on Patreon right now um, in the extra level. Um, if you want even every, if you want everything, just get ten dollar time machine. It gets that and more. Everything we have on there is yours. Then, so that's a crazy deal. Twenty five dollars a month gets you a crate basket. Thirty dollars a month gets you a Berenstain Bears of the Month Club. Should we do a weird number? Let's do a weird number this week. This week is. Uh, seventeen dollars, and I'll send you. A, it's like a T-shirt thing. You get a T-shirt. Oh, okay. I don't know. Nice. I was making stuff up. I like that. Oh, but anyway, speaking of yeah. T-shirts, I wanted to say thank you to all the people who came by that they might be Giants concert and said hello to me. I was wearing my my white uh, fingertips T-shirt, and all these nice. people came up to me saying, "You're a wrestling fan, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah, thanks. It's awesome. And it was great. I'm so, glad you had the white hi, one, everybody, so they knew who you were." Yes, the white one, not well, the blue one. You just got one. more fame than I did in the last few years, so that's good. <laughs> I'm glad. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, did you ask, are you the guy that hit me in the eye when you were there or no? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, okay. yeah they, uh, they, they responded in, in, in tune to that. Yes, it was yes. very good. And they said, please pass the milk, please. Right. Please okay. pass the milk, so, please. Yeah, they said that. So let's, um, let's do the news, I guess. Okay. And then we'll do all the so many wrestlings. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. At least six things to review. Oof. Okay. We're going to do it. We're going to do this right, right now. Let's start with the ratings. Let's see. Oh, last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.6 million viewers. Yuck. That's really bad. SmackDown. Okay. SmackDown and Rampage numbers are not available because of the Memorial Day weekend. So okay. they'll be out tomorrow. But we're doing the show minutes after raw and raw ended 20 minutes ago so we are doing this very there's a quick turnaround here so we don't have the rating today in fact i might not get it till wednesday we so. have out professionaled ourselves we have now we don't have the that's that the happens some, but it happens sometimes that's yeah. fine uh dynamite eight hundred forty six thousand viewers that's up and nxt's up with five hundred seventy eight thousand. okay and like i said the main news um I mean, other than injuries, um, Sasha Banks uh, camp is now saying, yes, it's official. It's an it's an ankle injury for her. What's her name? Mercedes. Um, yes, Mercedes. Ankle injuries. Kevin Kelly swore it was a knee injury. Um, and then other people were telling me it's a foot injury. But no, it was a, it was an ankle injury. So she'll be out for a bit. And then um, and then I guess uh, Ozzy Open. I didn't know they weren't under contract yeah. with New Japan at all. They were just kind of rented by them because they're now officially in AEW. That's good news. Yeah. So I, I like found that, that interesting that yeah. I didn't know they didn't have they had no they were just indie wrestlers. They had no official contract with anyone. And they were making lots of appearances in different flavors of New Japan. All over the place. Or, yeah. 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 So good for them getting paid the big bucks so does this mean we're gonna have will we be able to have the united empire faction now in aew is that does that carry i mean technically they're in there officially now okay yeah 
Okay. Sure. Fantastic. That's pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I like that. Um, and then the other stuff, like I said, it was about uh, the whole um, collision thing on Saturday nights, but I'll talk about that when we get to Dynamite. There's not really okay. much news, ex- much more news, except last week we weren't sure. CM Punk, you know, couldn't they couldn't come to terms. Punk and um, TK, yeah. and TK kept saying, legal reasons, I can't do this and that. And Punk was like, well, that, then I can't do it either. I promise they steal this and that. And, you know, but when it comes down to it, um, they made they made a deal so it's gonna happen now uh it's just i know my mind to think that a guy like ace trust is the one causing this hold up i know but it i'll (laughs) i'll say it now because i'm gonna forget later but it yeah it turns out a steel has remote work now so he is he's not gonna be there every every saturday but he is working for the company and that's totally they that's within the legal limits of what he was tk was allowed to do so that's what they're doing, and that's that's fine. So he so will have to bite people remotely somehow. He'll have to bite them via Zoom. So yeah. it's very difficult to bite somebody via Zoom. So he's people should be safe now. Okay. So that's good. But the deal. Yeah. Let's begin. Let's begin our wrestling reviews because I want to talk about Dynamite. That Dynamite. We watched so much wrestling. Dynamite feels like it was eight years ago. I know. It's sure so does. long ago. I barely remember it. So I gotta trust my notes here. Which right. I didn't write right. too many of. So. Okay, let's do it. Swan diving into AEW Dynamite. Oh. Wow, going back to May 24th at the <laughs> MGM Grand Garden Arena at Las Vegas. And it's Wednesday, so you know what that means. Now it's Excalibur, Tony, Shivani, and Taz on commentary. Okay, good, the good lineup there. Oh, uh, I didn't talk about we we had last week. I had said um, the commentators might be this, might be that, and I hope it's nobody oh, yeah. I hate. Um, TK has come up with a bunch of ideas. One of them was Kevin Kelly. You had suggested oh that to me off air, and and oh. you know thought yeah. is that a, is that a good option? And I said, well. It's a great option if he can do it. What I don't want is just part-time people. And Kevin Kelly has his own wrestling company to produce. And he has flights to Japan. He'd miss a lot of shows. So I don't... If we lose Kevin Kelly on New Japan... Oh, that would be devastating. I would not like that at all. Yeah. I don't know what we'd do then. They wouldn't have another English commentator. It would be back to lots of shows in Japanese, and then um, New Japan World subscriptions in the United States would would falter. So they Isn't can't. Isn't that amazing? How much depends on one guy for, yes. for an audience? Yeah. So I hope they're paying him a lot, but I know they're paying him a medium amount of money. I wish yeah. he got paid more, but um, mm. not that I see his paychecks or anything. But I have an idea. Um, but yeah, so. <sighs> TK said maybe Kevin Kelly. He said maybe a few other names. He mentioned Caprice Coleman, which again, I mean, I yeah. like Caprice, but I don't know. I, I think it's, I think to me, as long as it's not Ian Riccoboni, no offense to That's Ian Riccoboni. I just, he's good for ring of honor. I don't like when he called, when he calls new Japan and I wouldn't like him in AEW permanently. Okay. That's all. That's fair. That's so. fair. Now, they used to have, what's his name, Alex Marvez, before they got the current lineup. He was uh, in commentary for like a week or two. Was he? I don't remember. Yeah, at the very beginning of AEW, okay. he, they they put him on there. 
Wow. And it, it quickly learned it wasn't working out, but I wonder <laughs> if he's been around long enough where he no, can No, he's, he's good at the job he's doing. It's not – some yeah. people like like him and Renee, they're just good at backstage stuff. They're not – you know, like we've tested yeah. Renee on commentary and she even said she didn't like it because it's not right. her okay. – it's not her – she's not comfortable doing that. She yeah, doesn't know true. what to say half How the time. How much does he weigh? <laughs> yeah, it was – well, that was when she was in NXT. On my, on Raw, she was just like the mildly cursing like girlfriend of Moxley. I mean, or yeah. Ambrose or whatever. And it was like, uh, I I hate yeah. that. The, I don't like to see any woman in that role where, oh, you just – it just feels like they're just – which she was, the girlfriend of one of the wrestlers. That's yeah. garbage. And I understand she's And also she's kind a, of like the – the token sort of like here we're breaking ground we've got right we have a female on the announced team so it's so great meanwhile it's not great but you're not allowed to say it's not great because you know you want a female in there that would be great in fact i'll tell you this um veda scott that's who i would want okay um veda even veda scott and caprice coleman i would take that team I think and that you would guys, be you and Larry teased maybe Merle Ronaldo. Is, is that even a real possibility? No, no, no it's not just... a real, not even close. I mean, okay. unless somebody's okay. talked about, you know, unless that's a complete secret, I've not heard one word about it. Okay. But man, so if Caprice they said Veda Scott, then that would be pretty good. I would, I would be perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I don't think it's going right. to be that team. And Taz and Excalibur sure act like they're going to be there. They're like, we're going to be it's Saturday nights. And it's like, I don't think you are. You're really going to be that busy? That's yeah, a lot of work. Be. And you that's a lot of You never get to go home. That's a thing. You never get to go home because when if you do, it's for tiny windows between shows. That they're, sucks. They're going to be doing most of these live, right? That's the collision shows. The idea is that, that live TV? Yeah. Yeah. So and then, of course, all the preempting for sports and things, that's going to yeah, just it's, make it's the gonna mess schedule everything horrible up, so. for those guys. I don't even want to think about that yet, but you're right. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I would assume the preempted stuff, that those would be the pre-tapes. And then yeah. they could get yeah, that yeah. done and show it on a different day. But I don't think that, that Warner Media paid all this money for a tape show. They no, didn't. they don't want a Thursday Thunder. They want... A live thing. Yeah. They want a, a SmackDown equivalent. They do not want a, a stretched out taped rampage for sure. No. Or or right. a WCW Thunder. They do not want that. So. Yeah. But okay, let's talk about Dynamite. Okay. Yes. Uh, our first match is for the AEW International Championship. Which match. again makes no sense because Orange Cassidy is defending the title on the weekend. This past weekend... In a 21-man battle royal. So why is he putting on the line here? We know he has to retain to have that match. Yeah. Stupid. Well, or he loses tonight and then he's just another participant in that match. Yeah, yeah but if they would have said that, did they say yeah, they that? Say Even that. if you do say that, that's stupid. You know he's not losing here. Well, yeah, because Kyle Fletcher is his opponent. And I don't think Kyle Fletcher was announced for the 21-man battle royal. So <sighs> No. Hmm. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Um, we find out here that Cassidy is 13-0 and 0 this year so far. Uh, his right hand is still taped up. Is it 13-0 and and so, or 23-0? and 0? Was it 23? Did I move my finger over on the it keyboard? Might have been. It, it might have been that many. It's insane, whatever the number is. Yeah, I guess 13 is not enough because if he wrestles once a week, right. more than 13 and it's weeks May. Yeah. Let me just change that to 23. <laughs> okay. It's undefeated. Okay. <laughs> 
yeah, his right hand. He's got the fake tape on his back. And uh, Kyle Fletcher, of course, one half of Aussie Open, along with Mark Davis, uh, as you mentioned, recently signed to AEW. Great stuff. Uh, unfortunately, they were the IWGP heavyweight champs. And I think what else? Well, New Japan champs, Strong yes. champions. Mm-hmm. Um, till Mark Davis got hurt, and now they're nothing. Well, yep. not champions anyway. They're still they'll, a great they'll team. win some titles when they come back. But the problem yeah. is when they come back, if they're signed for to AEW, does New Japan want to give them titles? Probably not. Probably not. No. So they're probably not winning them back. I would say that. No, probably not. Mm. So in the meantime, Kyle Fletcher is going to do some singles matches, and I remember back in Sakura Genesis in April, Kyle Fletcher really impressed me. He, they were um, they were facing. Uh, uh, this was the match where they won the, the titles. And if you remember, Kyle was a bloody mess because he smashed his head on a guardrail or something. It was just... Oh, yeah. It was, it was awesome. Mess, it was yeah. fantastic. But it was a fun match. And uh, tonight, the crowd chants freshly squeezed, of course. Um, I like to think that by the end of this match, they might remember Kyle Fletcher. And we'll see. They, I think they will. Orange Cassidy, oh, boy, he's wearing a wardrobe of different injuries right now because he wrestles yep. every single week. Um, so he keeps trying to win by count out. Take the easy way out. He's got to um, do something or he's going to fall apart. Yeah. It's not going to be that easy, though. Kyle, uh, Kyle catches Cassidy off the top rope, and he does this great move. I don't know what it is. It's like 50% Jeff Cobb's Tour of the Islands and 50% Michinoku Driver. It's like a spinning Michinoku Driver in reverse. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's awesome, though. Uh, is then, that, oh, is no, that the, the fidget spinner, though? Or is the Grimstone the fidget spinner? Or the is or is all that the same move? I there's so many different names for a single move now. It's just it's so difficult yeah, for me I to can't keep, keep up track. anymore. So I I just try to like describe it and then somebody else fill in the blank. Yeah, I I wish I remembered, but I don't. Yeah. And then what happens? Oh, the arena goes dark, and I get excited, but no, it's just a technical problem with yeah, the video. There's nothing. So. Dang it. <laughs> uh, we get a double tombstone pile drivers. Cassidy kicks out of that. Jeez. And then Taz tells us how he personally broke his own neck because of pile drivers. Yep. And I'm wondering, how did you break your neck giving he yourself pile, a pile, pile drive? drove himself, I guess. Oh, uh, that's, I wish I could have seen that match. He jumped in the pool with no water. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Fletcher with a Michinoku driver from the second rope. That gets a two count. And then Fletcher goes for another tombstone, but Cassidy sort of just rolls through it and puts Fletcher in a leg cross Samson clutch. One, two, three. Yeah, look at that. Cassidy gets the roll-up pin. And they protected uh, Fletcher there by not yep. making him eat they a did. finisher. So, good. Yep. Great start to Dynamite. Really fun match. I like mm-hmm. it. Loved it. The Orange now Cassidy matches have been great. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, Renee is going to talk to Ricky Starks backstage. Ricky admits that he's a hothead, um, but last week he was in full control. I don't know what that means because Jay and Juice uh, are beating him up every week. And he says he's going to take matters into his own hands. Uh, And so this Sunday at the Blackjack Battle Royal, he's going to win. That doesn't sound real. (laughs) And also how we got to that from that. Taking control doesn't sound real either. Hmm. No, no. Renee screams really loudly. Why? Because, oh, there's Switchblade Jay White and rock hard Juice Robinson to beat up poor Ricky Starks again. Wow. How long is I'm this so going to go? I'm so ready for Switchblade to move on to something better than this. Well, I'm hoping this week he's moving on to winning the the uh, international title, but that might not be this oh, yeah. week. It might not be this yeah. week, though. I think he's the favorite to win. I can't even imagine anyone else winning. 
No, no. And if someone else does, I'd be surprised. So yeah, yeah, I think. So. I mean, I, I guess, I guess Swerve could win it, but it had it has to be one of those two. There and there are no surprises in this one. There's no Joker entry, right? Because that's a casino battle royal. Correct. That's not, that's not a blackjack, blackjack one. Blackjack one. Gotcha. Everyone's in at once. It's there's no staggered entrances. Uh, it's not like a, the Royal the Rumble. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Later on tonight, we're going to have contract signing with uh, Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. Um, and then a whole bunch of other stuff. But Excalibur talks a lot faster than I oh, can type. Oh, he's too so we'll fast. Just, he's micro we'll machines, for it. if you know. If he you has live micro in the machines, 80s. yeah. After a commercial, we get a pre-taped promo by Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And he talks about how he, dry, he drove or drives to Las Vegas every year for this Double or Nothing show. And that means he's going to win the title this Sunday because he drives there. I wish you could, could have believed that anyone would win that title, but it's not yeah. real. So, no, Not yet. It's too soon. Uh-huh. Now another recap of the FTR feud with Double J, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, Sutnam Singh, and whoever else they can bring out. Oh, yeah. The original Karen, Karen Jarrett. Oh, that's right. Uh, or is it Angle? I can't remember who she's married it's to. Both. But uh, FTR, they give us a promo in the ring. Uh, Cash Wheeler says that FTR has been outsmarted every step of the way. And then Dax says that uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett are rejects from TNA. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> if only they know knew how true that, that really is. We say that all the time, but you can't really. Yeah. Shouldn't say that on your product, but okay. Yes. Nope. Dax calls Karen Jarrett a girl dog and then says that they're going to have to beg Dixie Carter for a job after this. Does he not wow. know that Dixie doesn't own the wrestling anymore? Well, he might know that, but he knows the fan doesn't know that. No, the know. Fans He's, probably... I understand it worked for his joke, but the joke yeah, is, yeah. is completely busted. Right. Because if he would have said, go talk to that owl, I don't know if anybody would have got that either. I even think we're that's even, not a thing. I, yeah. I don't even think they use the <laughs> owl anymore. I think it's like a, it's just yeah. a generic company now. Who knows? Yeah. So out comes Mark Briscoe, and um, Cash says that FTR will go to hell and back for Mark, and Mark says he's blood brothers for life with FTR, but he's mad because they did the blinded pile driver on him last week. Well, okay, but he. Didn't he watch the show? He didn't watch the show to see that it was Jeff Jarrett throwing him into like this. They're always they so smart. Cable TV on the chicken farm. Oh, so we're just going to blame him being a redneck for him to not be able to see the show, right? That's fair. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're right. You don't. He doesn't know how to work those the buttons on the remote. It always seems remote. like they always they they always remember to. Hey, you know, I watched the show. They say that the next week or whatever. But yeah. this time, yeah, Mark's maybe he's just not that bright. Yeah. I'm always happy when they do say, you know what? I watched the show. You're not yeah. fooling me. I think it was Sammy Guevara who said that to uh, FTM. Uh, to uh, MJF, to MJF yeah. about the empty car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good. Thank you. Somebody actually yes. watched it. Makes sense. Um, okay. So Dax apologizes and says, I want to shake hands. Mark Briscoe refuses and he slaps Dax in the face. And Whoa. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. He really didn't watch it, I guess. He did not. <laughs> and and also probably Double J and Jay Lethal are in his ear, you know, saying, hey. True, but he okay, to you. you say that, but then the next part is really funny. Yeah. So now Dax wants to fight him, but Cash steps in between Dax and, um, uh, and Mark. And so Mark Briscoe just leaves the ring and he goes <laughs> up the ramp and there's Karen's, Karen standing in the way. And wow, he just... <laughs> 
sort of pie face and shoves her out of there. Get out of here, you. No regard at all for anything about her. No. I love that. That was really funny. He doesn't care. Then he shoves Sanjay Dutt aside. That's awesome. So he's an equal opportunity shover. Why Doesn't not? Doesn't matter who. Get in my way and I'm going to. He goes up to Jeff Jarrett. Jeff's trying to, you know, be friendly. And, and Mark Briscoe just slaps Jeff in the Why face. Why not? All these guys are using him. This is awful. He's, yeah. he's no dummy. And then Mark Davis. I'm Mark Davis. No, Mark Briscoe. He approaches Jay Lethal. Jay wants a hug, but Mark Ugh. says no. Uh, and then uh, Mark says, hey, I don't care about none of these clowns. You're my boy, and you know that. But I'm getting tired of this BS. And yeah. Briscoe storms away. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Good. A little bit of a – he's still got some loyalty or affection for Jay Lethal. All these others he could just do without. So I like this story. That's pretty good. It works. Yeah. Now backstage, we get Renee again. This time she's with Sammy uh, Sammy Guevara. Or is it Guevara? I don't know. Only Larry uh, says it's Guevara. Yeah. yeah. Renee says, that, hey, uh, MJF's offer still stands, Sammy. If you'll lay down for MJF, then you'll receive a handsome check. Sammy says, hell no. I can't be bought. MJF can put that offer in his own booty. And Sammy says he's going to win the title. Again, not believable at all. So, so far we've got uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry saying he's going to win, and Sammy says he's going to win. Okay. Now Excalibur says, "Let me explain the rules to you guys for this AEW oh World God, Trios Championship it's Open too, House match." Too, I'm already sick of this. This is the second match, and I'm sick of it already. <laughs> they, but they put the rules on the screen, you see, so that it'll be clear. It's not. It's not clear. It's still, it, even once it's clear, I'm still like, why do they need right. that rule? And why did they need that rule? Yeah. Let me let me just like there's five bullet points. Let me just tell you exactly Go what they it. say on the screen. Bullet point one says twenty count. Don't know why you need that, but okay. Doesn't make any sense except I watch a lot of New Japan, so I'm used to a twenty count. That's fine. And I forget later that oh, everywhere else it's only a ten count. So yeah. here, that's what that means. Okay, I got you now. Next bullet point. Any three competitors can form a trio. Okay. Isn't I don't know why that trios? needed to be a rule. Look, it, that's the definition of a trio. Right. Why, that? Yeah. why would that need to even be part of this? <laughs> okay. Bullet number three. No rope breaks. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I'm fine with that. Saved by a rope break. That's Fair. fine. Then bullet four. DQs are enforced. Okay. All Which right. makes rule five stupid. It does. Well, first of all, because why do you have to have a rule that say DQs are enforced? Why wouldn't they just be enforced? What's the... I don't get it. But the next one's broken. And then rule number five just says dealer's choice. But dealer's choice, first of all, they would be the dealers if they're the house. And then second of all, the dealers, if they picked, say, hardcore match, there would be disqualifications. So you couldn't even use a weapon. It. The, it's broken. It undo it's, rules. And, yes. It's broken to begin with. Yes, it's broken. The concept I kind of like, but the way they're doing this is not. It's working. too convoluted. Yeah. No. It's very, very TNA-ish, I think. Yep. That's what it is. I see some of that this week. Yeah. Okay. So tonight, the, uh, the, the dealer's choice stipulation, which is really not from the dealer, but Anyway, it is one man in and one man out of the ring. So it's Lucha Libre rules, but... There you go. Why? Like, why? Okay. 
Is this like also Texas tornado? Is that what that means? Just- no, because Texas tornado, anyone could be in at once. Lucha rules are when uh, one guy gets thrown over the top rope or just leaves right. the ring, anybody right. could be in and they don't need to actually okay. tag. That's Lucha okay. rules. Okay, no need for tags. As soon as somebody's thrown out of the ring, the next person can come yeah. in. Yeah, gotcha. or if somebody just okay. decides to walk away, you, your friend yeah. can come in and be next. Right. But still right. only one person in the ring at once. Okay, at the same yeah, time. there's the difference. Thank you. Now the lights go out. And here come the champs, uh, House of Black. And, uh-huh. uh, of course, this is uh, uh, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. Julia Hart is there with them. Uh, and their opponents are, oh, wow, A.R. Fox, uh-huh. Blake Christian, mm-hmm. and Meta Leak. Okay, that's not even a real team, first of all. Second <laughs> no, of all. any three competitors can Yeah, and that's trio. just it. Second of all. <laughs> Um, they changed the rule about the lighting because that wasn't one of the bullet points, but they last week or the week before, whatever it was that they had the first match, they had Uh the the arena was pitch black. You couldn't even see the crowd. And now they have like weird key, like cookies on the the spots. So it's like these weird cutouts to make the crowd look like they're like shards of metal. I don't even know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, it's a it's weird like a special effect. type of uh, atmosphere right now. Kind of, but the, without the red light. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, they keep changing it. I'll just say that. They, do. they don't know what yeah. they're doing. They just I have to find the yeah, right one. They're trying something and then going back and doing like the postmortem and saying, you know, this isn't working. What can we do? Okay, let's try yeah. this thing next time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. House of Black dominates early on. AR Fox gets to do all of his aerial stuff, but it's not enough. Buddy puts him in a Texas cloverleaf. Malachi puts Metalik in a leg lock, and and then Brody just chokes out so the, uh, the dangling Blake on the triple apron. submission. And boy, those guys were chumped out. Yeah, I think it's. I think I messed up. Buddy puts him in a Texas cloverleaf, not Brody. Any, it doesn't matter. Uh, Ar Fox taps out. Aubrey calls for the bell. The end. He does the standing one like um, Rhea Ripley because they're dating. You see. Oh well, there you go. Next up, we get a recap of last week's Elite Reunion. Hangman uh-huh. is back with his friends. Or is he? Or oh. is he, right? We don't, don't know See? for sure. We, he, he's sure acting like it. Yeah. Backstage promo. Well, he has that dastardly eye patch, so that always makes me makes kind of him question, look evil. You know? yeah. He's kind of evil. Uh, backstage promo with Blackpool Combat Club. Club. Uh, Brian Danielson says they have two objectives this week. First... Claudio and Wheeler Yuta will win the ROH tag team titles tonight. It sounds fake. And then second, this Sunday at Double or Nothing, Blackpool Combat Club will end the Elite and the Anarchy in the arena match. End them during this match. Mox says that BCC is the best in the world. Ooh. And he can say this without handshaking. And without his handshaking, and that means... uh, I guess that means he's not lying, right? Yeah. Brian laughs a little bit at that. Uh, I don't know if that was a jab at CM, CM Punk, Punk or something. I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Commercial, and then out comes MJF. So he goes to commentary. He approaches <laughs> Tony Schiavone. He grabs Tony's drink and just throws it in Tony's face. Aw. <laughs> As if Tony Schiavone needed more reasons to hate MJF yeah. at this point. Then on the way to the ring, he spits out his gum into the at a fan in the aisle. That's great. Nice. 
he gets on the microphone and he rips his three opponents. He says all four of them are homegrown. Um, but, uh, and not, not only that, but they've all put out the best matches in the world. But MJF says he's bored of AEW oh my and God. he wants better competition. Oh my God. Again, saying you're sick of AEW and bored yeah. of lack of competition, whatever it is, and lack of competency, yeah. all those things you say. Yeah. Don't they know that that hurts the, the, the company? That is the fuel that, 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 WWE loving idiots that don't wouldn't ever watch an indie show or wouldn't watch another brand or didn't watch Nitro. That's the fuel that they like thrive on is stupid things like that. Why would you do that? There's no reason to say these things. I don't like this version of MJF. I don't like it. No, it's just, you know, continuing that 2024 thing. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. MJF says he wants more appreciation from the fans and that his contract is coming up. So on the one hand, he says, I'm sorry. On the one hand, he says he wants more appreciation from the fans. But on the other hand, he says that he doesn't care what the fans think. So which is it? He's torn. I don't know. Mm. I'm torn between liking MJF and wanting to turn the channel. Yes. It's not good. Those moments happen to me too. Yeah. He says Tony Khan is in a panic because MJF might just take the title and leave when his contract is up. Wow. And then he says nobody else on this roster are on the level of the devil. More devil level talk. Now Darby Allen's music plays and out he comes. MJF stops the music. Says uh, he's busy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Darby gives us. The the, uh, the whole story of his troubled life again. We've heard it, but we get it again here. Now he yeah. says he loves AEW and wants to be the face of the company. Um, and so he says, you know, I might just beat you, MJF, with a headlock takeover uh-huh. on Sunday. Yep. For his trouble, MJF just kicks Darby in the crotch. Wow, that's great. Out comes Sammy Guevara. Uh, MJF runs away from them. Out comes Jungle Boy. Now MJF is trapped on the ramp. So Jungle Boy clotheslines him. And holds up the uh, championship. Oh, that's belts. the only time I'll ever get to touch that. Oh. Well, anytime or, soon. How about that? No, it will touch him, I think, won't it? On, oh, right in the head. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or right in the uh, gut. <laughs> or on his chest, isn't it? We'll see what happens. Oh, whatever. Pre recorded promo now of Wardlow and Arn Anderson. Arn says, four days away, and he holds up the four finger gesture. But did he say it's yeah. ironic or something? Because yes, stop that using that name. word. Says, if you don't know what it means, stop it. He doesn't know what irony is. Oh, my God. Uh, Old people. Now, Taya Valkyrie (laughs) versus Lady Frost. Oh, my God. What happened here? This match. Lady Frost from, like, House of Torture. What? House of Torture? Is she from House Stark? Oh, yes. Frost, Frost, yes. Um, Because she's got the white wolves and she's got this music in the cold. Yeah, maybe she's uh, related to Caitlin Cat Stark. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, she was in Impact for a while, and she's just an indie okay. wrestler. And now, what happened? Did she forget how to wrestle? <laughs> yes. Okay. And not only that, Taya is wrestling really slow. The, oh, this match is stinky. Yeah. Oof. What Out happened? Here comes Jade Cargill yeah. and her friends at the top of the ramp. Picture in picture. Don't watch that. Lady Frost does her front leg, front flip leg kick thing. And then we get a road to Valhalla. One, two, three, Taya wins. Get that out of here now, please. There's nothing. Never again. (laughs) 
Backstage, Tony Khan's got his big announcement. He says it's a new beginning for AEW. New, you see, because AEW Collision will indeed be a TV show on Saturdays starting on June 17th. Well, we knew that two weeks ago. We knew that two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He says, and I told you about all the other shows, the second show and the third show. But the first show will be in Chicago. So it's real. CM Punk and the crowd starts chanting. Yep. They chant. They say, you know. uh, But some some people booed. Did you hear that? Yeah, that was me. You couldn't. That was me booing from (laughs) all the way over here. It wasn't just you. I'll tell you that. Um, some people in Vegas were booing too, so they yes. were not happy. There's a lot of fans yeah. that don't want him back, and they I don't. They rightly don't want so. All these fresh doses of cancer for everybody on Saturday nights. So yeah, it's go. not great. Let's go to commercial. Let's have a let's let's do a pool here. Like how many weeks? Yeah. Before CM Punk just ruins. <laughs> it could be one. So I don't want to even take that bet. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the day, live debut de- debut episode. Giving Punk a live mic might be the biggest mistake they oh ever make. Goodness. However, yeah. he has signed paperwork. This is a scoop here, I think. But he signed okay. paperwork that says he's not allowed to disparage the company and walk out. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Now, what would happen if then in like a month or two, he would say, I need to retire? Could he leave then? Yeah. That might be okay, but he'd have to never wrestle again. I don't think he cares. That's the thing. I'm very worried about this. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, are they going to put him on pay-per-views? Because then they're going to be mixing their chocolate with their peanut butter. Correct. And, and they thing. have to keep the, the dressing room separate. It's gross. Yeah. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. This is not a good work environment. <laughs> N- no. When Tony came up with a genius idea of making an island from of misfit toys on Saturday, that was the that was his first mistake. Yeah, he should like, have cut well, the we'll losses, put, I think, and we'll just put the gone. kids in detention on this night. They yeah. could have their detention on Saturdays, and that way, Oof. yeah, that's not no no. Is this going to be a total brand split with separate championships and everything too? Is that what's going on? No, not separate championships, but okay. <sighs> He, I don't think he knows yet. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. We'll find out. Yeah. If they make more titles for this, I, I can't take it. It's awful. <laughs> no, it's, they already got too many titles. Mm-hmm. Now we, we go to commercial, and when we come back, there's a celebrity I've never heard of in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. He's I friends with either. that Survivor Man guy. I don't know what that guy is. I, I, just, I just said, what? Who? This is the best that Las Vegas has to offer them, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, backstage with Alex Marvez and Hangman Adam Page. Page says that family sticks together, and that's what the four elite guys are. And that makes me very, very suspicious. It made me suspicious because why is he by himself back there? Why is he not with yeah. the Young Bucks and Kenny? Yeah. What is this? I don't know. But this Sunday, Blackpool Combat Club will pay in blood. Uh, that I believe. Because Moxley's <laughs> so, in the Combat Club, so... Yeah, Moxley will just withdraw his own blood. He won't even have to make a pain. He's just going <laughs> to... Yep. You say his name and like he just bleeds blood. Yes. Now in the ring, Tony Schiavone's there. It's time for our contract signing. So out comes Adam Cole, baby. Uh, and Roderick Strong is set for accompanying him. Uh, Chris Jericho is joined by all the, the JAS, except for Sammy. So I don't know. Did he leave the group? And I just didn't. He didn't leave, but you know, he's because they wanted to do a pillar storyline. It wasn't convenient to take him out of the group. They just 
They just were, were just moving forward. I don't know. You just couldn't have him sort of clinging on and trying it's to. It's the, the same reason that like different people are in best friends, and then Orange Cassidy oh, yeah. goes with other people that aren't in best friends, and it's just it's, yeah. When you have so many factions, it, it gets weird right. with the booking where sometimes something just overrides. Because, like, in WWE, it'd be super weird. Like, it was weird when, um, what was what was the storyline? Was it Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley? I can't remember. Somebody was, I think it was Rhea Ripley was working with Damage Control or something like that. It, it was just weird when somebody from one group works with a different group. Yeah. That should never happen, but it did. We see that in New Japan with Chaos and Hontai. That's ha- that used to remember how that used to never happen. They right. would never team up. Right. Taguchi was and always they, Taguchi Japan, and only his guys. It would be like him, Ricochet, whoever. But it would only be guys in that group. And then all yeah, of a sudden, it's like there. I think. Yep. Yeah. And it was all of a sudden just like yeah, whoever's around, just whatever. Although they're having fun with it with that that tag team of uh, Okada, Tanahashi, and Ishii. Oh, the champions team. Yeah, Yeah, and that's great. But it's just weird how... It's weird how different uh, Gato has to book now because we've run out of things to do because there's just a limited roster. And we've seen every possible matchup now. So he's like in panic mode where it's like... Not panic mode, but it's like, all right, let's start pushing these kids whether they're ready or not. (laughs) Like, yeah, put okay. these young lions in the world championship matches. Oops. Yeah. And maybe let's change the rules because about the young lions, because if we keep at this rate, if we keep churning out young lions and then waiting for them to come back, and then certain ones are duds and certain ones, you know, whatever. And some of them, like what was his name? Um, Carl Fredericks, just leave us and go to WWE. Oh, yeah. It's like, wow, maybe we should change the rules a little bit and give them more chances when they're younger. And right. then that way they'll stay. So. Yeah, because they put all this effort, all this invest, all this training. Yeah, and then the and guys leave. leave. Yeah, that's no good. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's see. What are we doing now? We're in the ring with Tony oh, Schiavone. we're in the ring and Contract something signing. happens. All right. Uh, we've got uh, Tony says everybody has agreed to no physicalities. I'm sure that'll work. He reminds us that the match coming up will be unsanctioned, so AEW is not responsible for mm-hmm. what happens. Okay. Adam Cole signs the contract, tosses it to Jericho. And uh, Adam Cole's still mad because he was forced to watch as his mm-hmm. wife was beaten with a kendo stick. Not cool, man. Uh, he says, Jericho, you're a scumbag. You're a horrible human being. Adam says the blood will be on his own hands just the way he likes it. Ew, that's gross. Ew. There's a guy in the crowd who's dressed like a taco. That was fun. That's always good. Um, Adam says, hey, on Sunday, we're going to find out if Jericho can walk because I'm going to break both of his legs. Ooh. And then we're going to find out if Jericho can run his mouth. Because I'm going to shatter his jaw. Well, I don't think any of that's We'll find happen, out if Jericho can write because I'm going to break his hand. Good God. <laughs> he started running out of body parts. That's a lot of things. Horrible. Yeah. He tells Jericho, you better sign the contract now while you still can. Okay. The crowd chants some mean things I don't want to repeat. No, and Chris insults them. And then Jericho plays the clip of Brit getting beaten on the screen. I'm so done with this. And he says, what kind of man would allow the love of his life to get destroyed while he watches? Wow. <laughs> I love it when he does those, what kind of man or what kind of, you know, yes. when he does the same. He says, hey, Cole, you're a coward and you've been outsmarted. There's five of us and there's only two of you, meaning Cole and Roderick Strong. And then Cole says, 
Yeah, I made a phone call to someone who lives in Vegas. Uh, that one man is crazier than the entire JAS. Cole says he's homicidal, suicidal, and genocidal. What? <laughs> and then Taz goes, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Taz knows right away, but what the heck? Cole says his name is Sabu. What? And uh, out comes Sabu. Jericho looks worried. Sabu's 58 years old. He throws a chair into Matt Menard's face. What the? And the JAS runs away. Okay. Well, okay. Now I gotta ask you this, Joe. Yeah. Before you say anything here. Yeah. I know you've got a giant Sabu rant. Um, it's not a rant, so, but just go ahead. Yeah. What I gotta ask you is, um, uh, well, just give us your take. What is the deal with Sabu? Why is he in this match? I was What's waiting for the question, though. I know, I know. I, I, I had a question, but I just want to hear your rant again. There's no reason for him to be in this match. Why, 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 why? What? Who does he connect to in this match? Are you sure this isn't a rant? <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah, he doesn't connect to anybody. It, they're like, oh, he's wrestled Jericho in ECW or whatever. What? They're, who, who cares? No, they're like, we need more star power. Who can we get that lives in Vegas? Oh, This doesn't mean anything. Said, why is he here? I think the Sabu lives over there. And so they called him. Oh, my God. This doesn't make any sense. This is such a weird TNA thing to do. Yeah. We don't yeah. get any explanation. Like, how does Cole even know Sabu? They're like two different generations. Yep. I thought for sure the he made place. the phone call and it was Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly or something. Right. And Kyle doesn't there have to be go. clear. He just has to stand there. That's all. Yeah. Hit somebody once with a kendo stick. That's it. This. Right. Sabu. What does he have to. I Whatever. I get it. There's no feud between Sabu and Jericho. There's no friendship between Sabu and Cole. It makes no sense at all. No, I don't like it. This is TK is just, this is like one of his sloppy moves. This would have made sense if Taz had buddied up with Jericho. Sure. Then it would have made sense. Or if team Taz still existed and Taz's guys were like, you know, beating up on some team. And then Sabu came to manage that team. But yeah. This this or yeah. or if Jericho had brought in Rob Van Dam or somebody, then it would have made sense. But Anything. This make sense. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But there you have it. It's going to happen. Sabu gets an easy payday for three minutes of work, so we'll see what Jeez. happens on Sunday. All right. Woo. <laughs> Video package to promote Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader, and now we get a match. It's Roderick Strong set for action versus Daniel Garcia. Roderick Strong. During this match, Excalibur tells us that Aussie Open have signed with AEW. Yeah. And sure did. Uh, they're going to be on collision. All right. I guess Are they, they need just going to be on there. collision? That's what it sounded like. Hmm. Look forward to them on collision. Okay. We get a picture in picture break, and then Garcia does the curb stomp to Strong. Then he does his best Tracy Smothers FBI dance. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been doing that. That's super weird. I don't really get it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Well, he's a sports entertainer, you see. I, I mean, that's that's the only reason, though. Like, yeah. Otherwise, we'd go, hey, what a great wrestler. Instead, we go, oh, right, he's sports entertainment gimmick that doesn't even, like, work anymore. It doesn't make sense anymore. Mm. This is a match. Roderick uses the end of heartache, which is a vertical suplex that's kind of where you drop your guy into a double knee back breaker. Mm. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah. Roderick Strong wins. Good for him. Yeah. Now, a video package. Yay, Willow Nightingale and her victory as the first ever New I Japan Strong Women's Champion. so glad they showed that. 
Yes, me it's too. Awesome. I would have liked her to be on the show, but I'm glad they at least showed it. But and they showed Mercedes. That's her fir- technically her first appearance in the company, right? Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And wow, New Japan sure makes some really ugly championship belts. Oh, that purple hideous thing that was custom made for Mercedes to be purple. <laughs> yep. It's like the KOPW. It's just like these these weird plastic looking. Oh, that uh, that blue KOP. I love that color blue, yeah. but not for a championship. Get that out of here. No. And I think even the TV championship has this weird like yellow thing yeah, to it. I don't know. I, these modern titles are just like it's like they slap them together in a weekend. Right. They throw Velcro on them, which okay, Velcro is easier to fasten than the but buttons. But still, everything's yeah, about it's tacky, and it looks like a toy. It looks yeah, like a big toy. It looks like a toy. Yeah. All right, main event time. It's the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match. Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta versus the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon, El Ciero, Mero Jr., many other names that he's got. Dark. Yes. Brian Danielson joins commentary. Brian refers to Excalibur as Man in the Mask. I like that. that Oh, it was a Regal reference. Yeah, I like that. Mm. He's done that a couple times now. That's great. Mm. This match is a lot of fun, and of course it would be. Um it ends when the Lucha Brothers use their stomping spike cradle pile driver onto Utah. I don't know what that move is called, but I love it. Uh, the Fear Factor. Fear Factor. Thank you. Uh, the Young Bucks crawl out from under the ring and they hold Claudio so that he can't break up the pinfall. One, two, three, Lucha like Brothers that. retain. Very, very fun ending. Yeah, good ending. After that, the Young Bucks super kick Claudio a few times and then they hope. Oh, they hope. No, they hop. They hop the rail and they retreat <laughs> through the crowd. Uh, down comes Brian Danielson and Moxley. Moxley has a microphone. He says that BCC is going to beat the elite in the most violent match in the history of AEW. You might be right. Might be right. Yikes. Not a lot of history, but they have had a lot of violence. So that yeah. that's, means something. Yep. That's the end of Dynamite. Yeah, not a bad show. It was fun, entertaining. Not bad. Um, I did forget most of it, but that's okay. Um, but well, it's... that Taya match was forgettable, that's for sure. Oh, my God. I, th- I swear I used to like Lady Frost for a minute in Impact, but, man, it's like I, she forgot how to do anything. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Um, okay, so then um, Rampage was on its normal time slot for some reason. It was supposed to not be, I think. It was supposed to be on early or something, and then they it was just on at normal time. So we were going to review Rampage now, but no, SmackDown was on first, so let's do that. Okay. So everything's all screwed up. So, so that's you, all right. I guess, right? I'm SmackDown or my Rampage? You're SmackDown, I thought. Okay. This is a pre-taped show, <laughs> and we've got... Oh, uh, this show was nothing because it was pre-taped. It was nothing. It was bad. Oh, we're gonna start. I should have told you. To, I, sh- I should have told you to do Speedy SmackDown because it's so dull. Yeah, we can do that. It'll be Speedy. Okay. Uh, we got a championship match to kick it off, so that gives me hope. This will be a great show. But no, it's Sheamus versus Austin Theory. Oh, Brawling Brutes are there. Uh, Cole says that Theory could care less what you think about him, but that so means cares. he would care what you yeah. think about him. So mm-hmm. Cole's dumb. It was yeah. a boring match. Um. Theory tries to get a chair. The Brutes take it away from him. 
Seamus does the forearms of Theory's chest, like 25 of them or something. Yeah. Pretty deadly come out to attack the brutes. Huh. Seamus attacks one of them. Schoolboy roll up by Theory. One, two, three. Austin Theory retains. Well, that's a ripoff. Why even put Seamus 100% in that predictable. Match? 100% WWE. Wow. Yeah, that's junk. All right. We get a recap of last week's attack between the Bloodline uh, and KO and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the locker room with the Bloodline. The Usos have not been invited to join Roman in Saudi Arabia. Ooh. <laughs> Wonder why. <laughs> um, however, well, you say that, but you know they're allowed there. It's not like Canada yeah, where they're not they're, allowed there. Yeah. Um, Jimmy uh, gets mad, so he says, "No, I'm leaving. I'm going to go get some food." Roman Ooh. says, "No, sit down." But Jimmy won't sit down. Ooh, says, Jimmy, I said, "Sit down." This is awesome. Jimmy will not sit down. <gasps> oh, there's tension in the room, Paul. If you look at Paul's face, oh, he's back, awesome. He is just so like scared and pooping his pants over his what's going to happen next. Yeah, how do his eyes not pop out of his head? He just he does the Ralph Cramden eyes. It's pretty awesome. Yes, it's good. Roman stands up and he gets in Jimmy's face and stares at him. He says, "Do something." You're standing up on me. Do something. Oh. Now, if you also look at Solo Sokoa in the background, he will not take his eyes off Jimmy. He uh-huh. doesn't even blink. He's, He's ready to attack at any second. Yeah. Yeah. Roman says, you know what? It's just the same as when we were kids. I whooped you then and I'll whoop you now. Jeez. He says, you will respect me. You will obey me and you will acknowledge me. Ooh. Now, Jay is real nervous. So he stands up and he says, come on, Jimmy, let's get out of here. Uh, I think Roman does tell him to get out. So they leave. Wow. Now, we had this kind of storyline a, a while ago, but whoa, this is still good. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Now we're going to get a horrible match. It's Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi versus oh Bailey and EO Sky. God. Shotzi, why? Oh, yeah. my God. EO, why? That's what we should call it. Recap of how Shotzi and Raquel became a tag team. It's just because somebody saved somebody, and that's how tag teams are formed. So it wasn't really. But anything. it's funny because it's Michael Cole. They taped this SmackDown first before Raw and then aired it after Raw. So this SmackDown is mostly Michael Cole going, look at this. This is how they became tag team partners on Raw. It's all this like robotic video game voice from Cole. If and it's like, uh, it's like Orange Cassidy's uh, Tron where it says insert thing here. <laughs> it might as well be that. But Michael Cole, how are you that like a professional of this X number of years and you know don't know how to match your voice to what your yeah. voice was at the show, or at least even try. He doesn't try. That's the problem. Yeah. He yeah, just phones it in. He's off, like, his voice is off. Everything is weird. Yeah. And he's like, look at this. This is how they became yeah. friends. What? And now I want to know if Vince McMahon is, is putting his uh, input into wardrobe because EOS guy's wearing almost the exact same thing as Oscar. I, I don't know. understand what's going on here. They, they just might happen to like the same stuff. So. Okay. Wade Barrett says that uh, Shotzi has a kamikaze-style offense, and that doesn't make sense because she would die with the first move, right? But Well, style, though, not not exact kamikaze, but okay. that is what she does, almost kill herself on every move. So, Well, at least he didn't say that about EO Sky. We would have problems. Yes, so, that would be Then he bad. says the referee That's is bad. temporarily losing control, but then how would Wade know it's temporary? All right, I'm picking everything up too much. Confusing ending. Raquel rolls up Bailey, but EO jumps over them to dropkick Shotzi, and then Ra- Raquel just pins Bailey. I rewound it. Was, Bailey screwed up. It was botched. Yeah. It was okay. There was supposed to be a miscommunication, but yes. they botched the way it worked. So yeah. it looks stupid. Yeah, I came away going, "What?" Yeah. Oh. And then yeah. I said, "I don't care." Now 
a video package of Seth Rollins promoting the stupid new world title. Um, so this is the same video we had on on uh, Raw. So there is no AJ Styles equivalent interview. So, wow, I wonder who's going to win. I wonder who's going to win, yeah. Ugh. All right. So this will be the third world title in the company. Um, now we get a video package of AJ Styles. And I got to ask you this, though. Has, in your opinion, do you think AJ Styles' career or his legacy has been advanced very much since joining WWE? Uh, yeah, because he years. finally got to work the major leagues. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm glad the titles. He's like, I was crown champion. Yeah. I was glad when he but, went to Japan, but when he came to WWE, it was like, okay, now he's solidified. Okay. You don't like it? No, I don't. The, prop, the just, problem was I, he peaked, he peaked too early because they wanted to use him while he was still yes. young because he was already old when he came in. So they yeah. used him as soon as they could and they had him win world titles. But then after that, it was like, well, now what do we do? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he, I'm trying to think of what he's done that's real notable. He lost to The Undertaker in a cinematic match. Um, right, but he's been he's, world champion, so that's all that really matters. I mean, yeah, I know. But that's it. Everybody has. So, Not okay. Really. I, I'm just, I guess I'm still fond of the. Uh, when I think of AJ Styles, I think of, like you said, the, the Bullet Club run in New Japan. Yeah, that, I mean, that was it, good, the, but. The X Division matches in TNA were fantastic, like those kinds of things. But just, I don't know. I really like him. I just don't see much here. I but think that's maybe because that's just, he's at the end of his career and he, you, you had to see him 10 years ago when he was just right. beginning or whatever. Not 10 right, or right. how many it was that he joined WWE. I don't remember what year that was. Yeah. Okay, next up, we get a graphic for Blood Money, which is airing at 10 a.m. Sunday, Saturday Good afternoon. Good God, 10 o'clock in the morning. But they say afternoon, so I'm confused. Good job, WWE. Because they're talking audience. East Coast. It's 1 p.m. Yeah. that Saturday They afternoon. don't care about us. They only care about the mm. East. Yeah. That's fine. Outcomes hit row. Oh, my God. White face. Oh, wait, no. Those are ski masks. What are those? They are. Those are Mr. Wrestling masks. What are those? And well, that's what Cole always called that. Yeah. Weird. These guys are just... Jobbers? Junky? Terrible? Yeah. Just and just like the same stereotype we always get for any minority in this company. It's awful. Here's a match. It's Ashante the Adonis versus Cameron Grimes. Oh, oh boy. Good God. Get this match out of here. Michael Cole says Grimes is a newcomer. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, <laughs> uh Grayson Waller is why am I talking about Grayson Waller? He's an Australian played, they... Austin Theory. Yes, but they played they played a video before the match. Oh, they played a video for Grayson Waller. That's it. Yeah. And, and I then thought he it was reminded, Austin Theory, and I'm like, no, it's just no, another. He reminded you of Austin Theory, but he's nothing like Austin Theory. Grayson Waller has a personality. Oh, good. Okay, well then, let's replace, can we? Yeah. Instead of copy-paste, let's do a cut and paste. That's fine. Now, Cameron Grimes is going to have fun beating up his opponent tonight. Uh <laughs> Uh, this is his favorite sort of demographic to beat up, you might say. Well, if um, uh, if Shantae was also gay, then he would love to beat him up. Oh, my goodness. Cameron yeah. Grimes is a terrible human being. We get a very 1980s style in the box promo by by Cameron Grimes. Um, and then Top Dollar cheats, trips him. Uh, cave in, one, two, three, Grimes wins. Wow. Ho-hum. What That's a joke. No fun. After the match... Baron Corbin shows up. Oh, my up. God. I should have known they were going to continue that garbage feud. Yeah. 
he attacks Grimes and he, but he just hits him once and then leaves and that's it. That was Stupid. the whole attack. Well, Grimes is small, you see, so yeah, that's all it takes. Next recap of Asuka. She turns on Bianca and misted her in the face twice last week. All right. Out comes Bianca. She's just going to talk tonight. She says, this Asuka is different. Bianca's left hand is still stained from last week's quote-unquote mist, but she plays it off well enough. She kind of says, yeah, my, my hand's still blue from last week, so good. Right. All right. We're, yeah. And then Asuka's music plays. She attacks Bianca from behind again. We get an arm bar. Then all the retired wrestlers in suits show up, and they break up the fight. But don't they do the fake mist this time? Like, it almost she hit missed her. her and miss. Yeah, she missed her. I get mm. it. Oh, dear. Next match, I LA Knight anymore. Yeah. versus Rick Boogs. Oh, Boogs. my God. Why? Boogs. Is that the guy who almost killed Big E? Was that Rick Boogs or was that somebody else? <laughs> no, uh, Ridge Holland almost killed Big E. Oh. Rick okay. Boogs was the one that's like, I'm going to pick up the Usos both at the same time and then blew out his leg. Oh, okay. And he plays guitar, I think, right? Boogs. He did, but he did. that's not his gimmick anymore. Now he doesn't okay. do the guitar anymore. He's an exercise yeah. freak. Exercise freak. Gosh, yeah. I can't keep it straight. Corbin's yeah. rich, then he's poor, then he's something, then he's nothing. Huh. All right. So what's going to happen here? Street Profits are going to show up. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's worse and than a Cole Rick Boogs match? Street Profits on commentary. And then Cole says the pastiest thing you could say. He says the Street Profits always bring the party. Yeah, I know. Wow. Again, that was pre. That was pre. Uh, later, put in yeah. post. It was horrible. Right. The amount of post stuff that they had to put in for Cole was just embarrassing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So Street Profits on commentary. That's what everybody doesn't want. La Knight rakes the eyes of uh, of oh my his God. opponent and does the blunt force trauma move. What a name One, two, for three. a move that is! Wow. The BFT, the boofed. He boofed him. He did. Uh, One, two, three. Uh, La Knight gets a microphone. And he tells Street Profits to stop talking trash. He says, "You ain't gonna get the smoke. You're gonna get smoked." Well, that That's was so brilliant. stupid. Yeah. All right. Killer Cross has a Justice Tarot card with AJ Styles' face on it. Of course. That's good. At least it's a real card. Justice is like an official tarot card, so good. Well, yeah, they're always the, he always has real tarot cards. They just have the wrestlers on okay. them. I just have this thing about seeing tarot cards in movies and stuff. It's either like they make up wrong cards or it's just always the death card. And you're I like, see. okay. Yeah. This is played typical. out. So good. All right. Good job, Killer Cross. You, you did it. Now we have a match. It's AJ Styles and Karrion Cross. even though I called him Killer Cross. That's the same guy, whatever. What was he in Lucha? Was he the, the white rabbit? He was the white the, rabbit. <laughs> white rabbit. I like that. <laughs> How <laughs> With stupid. The big teeth. Uh. That's when you knew Lucha was heading down. <laughs> like, okay, we're almost done with this. With that this was the end. Ride. You're right. All right, backstage. Oh, wait, what happened in this match? Scarlet Sheets. It was stupid. And, uh, this match sucks. Mia, Mia Yim comes out. Wait, that's not her name anymore. It is. It's Mia, 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 Mia and Mia Yim now. Meech and Mia. Okay, so she comes out and chases Scarlet away. <laughs> and then ph- phenomenal forearm AJ Styles just wins this My match. God, okay. C- Cross is just a junkie jobber. He's terrible. He, is, he should join. Uh, Why do they hire him? What's their face? Yeah, he should join the. Uh, oh, uh, LWL. But now they want a match, so he, they shouldn't join that. Right. All right, so now backstage with AJ Styles and Kayla. 
AJ says, I'm going to win the WWE World Heavyweight oh, Championship. Oh, that sounds real. And then what? You'd, you'd be drafted with like five other people to Raw? That doesn't even make sense. Uh, well, you know, he might show up on Raw anyway. So They would never we'll break the rules of the draft two days in. <laughs> never. Mo- month and a half later, we're still breaking the rules almost every week. Yep. Yeah. Video package to promote Cody versus Brock. And here we go. It's another Cody is injured storyline. Sure enough. Now it's time for the KO show. All right. Somebody save this show, please. Out comes Sammy. Out comes Kevin Owens. And we learn that next week we're going to have qualifying matches for Money in the Bank. Oh, boy. Yep. Kevin Owens introduces Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. So out comes Paul Heyman instead because he wants to introduce Roman the right way. Uh, But before he can do that, the Usos music plays and interrupts him. And out comes Jimmy and Jay. Uh, Kevin Owens says, I knew Roman wouldn't come out here. Um, I wanted to talk to the Usos anyway. And he says, uh, Sammy has been right about everything the whole time. He says, you know what, Usos, you deserve better than Roman Reigns. Yep. Usos, you are the heart of the table. <laughs> but Roman treats you like you're the appendix of the table. Good job. He says, you're disposable to, to Roman. He says, you know what, you guys used to be the best team, but now you're just Roman's errand boys. Uh-oh. Shouldn't have said that. Jimmy says... Jimmy says that he is the tribal chief. What? Whoa, Jimmy, that was just what the. That's like blasphemy that shakes was. all the trees. And I don't know. Did Roman's you see Paul's like face then? Paul's face just went nuclear at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like the guys in Raiders when their faces melted. Oh, start melting. Yeah. That's what was going to happen right there. Uh-huh. This is cause uh, Roman's music now plays. Uh oh, out comes Roman. Good God. And he stares down both Jay and Jimmy. He grabs their microphones and throws them down. Why was his theme song Crazy Climber from the arcade? I don't know. Okay. No, Crazy Climber is like, uh, I don't know what it was. Maybe you're right. Crazy Climber is, but you were doing the, you were doing the, when he falls off the roof or off the building. That's right. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. I like that Crazy Climber song because it had like the boom squirts in it. It was like, squirt, 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 Okay, Sammy, he says. Do you think anyone besides us even knows what Crazy Climber is? There's a couple. There's a couple of people right. out there. Because it was a game with two controllers. Two sticks, joysticks. No what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. It required a lot of really good coordination. That game's too freaking sure. difficult, but I loved it. It was great. You had to move to the right. The windows smash on your fingers, and out you go. It was real cheap. Somebody dropping a plant on your head? That's not nice. But then if you get high up enough, a bird poops on you. Bird poops? Did you ever finish yeah. it? No, I never could. I got to the top. I just and yeah. then it starts over. But yeah, King Kong's up there, and right, all yeah, kinds King of Kong's up, up there. there. That's <laughs> really difficult. It's like Rampage, and then Crazy Climber. Rampage with a bird pooping on your head. Yeah, that's Crazy yeah. Climber. Sammy Zane says, "Hey Roman, you know it's over, right? The bloodline is collapsing, and it's all your fault." Uh oh. Roman slaps the microphone out of Sammy's hand. Jeez. Kevin Owens has had enough. He nails Roman with a stunner. <gasps> that was awesome. Ro- Roman's yeah. so protected that I popped for a stunner to him. That's how much yeah. that meant. Yeah. He's very protected. It's amazing. 
the Usos are uh, taken aback by this. So they just start fighting Kevin Owens and Sammy. Yeah. Uh, out comes Sola Sokoa. He spikes both KO and Sammy. And then Roman recovers and he throws everything out of the ring. Temper tantrum time. Ooh. He spears Sammy. The, Uso, the Usos get back in the ring. They pick up both sets of tag uh, team belts. Jay gives one set of tag titles to Solo. Um, and Jimmy holds on to the other set a long time. Ooh. Roman is stretching his hand, his oh. hand up towards Jimmy. Give me those belts, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy won't do it. He won't give the belts to Roman. <laughs> so Jay goes over to Jimmy and says, give me those belts. And at first, Jimmy won't even give them to Jay, but finally Yikes. he does. And then Jay has to hand the belts to Roman. Oof. So this is great. Roman is really angry at, at Jimmy. And as the show goes off the air, uh, Solo gives his belts to Roman. So he's holding all of them. Roman holds the belts up. Everybody else holds up the one sign except for Jimmy. Jimmy, what are you doing? He's mad. He's had it, it, man. I don't blame him. He's done being at this table. Yeah. Um, Let me check. I forgot. I forgot to check if I had um, Dynamite emails. Maybe we have SmackDown emails. But let's see. So we have one about the. No, they're about double or nothing. So we don't have to. Right. Of course. That's okay. All right, so we'll wait on those. Um, let me do Rampage because that just wow. I, I, uh, I, Rampage, how dare you? Um, it's taped from Las Vegas, and they claim to come out to rap, and it's you know it's a rap, all right. It exists. Um, yeah. The match is the acclaimed and Billy Gunn against already in the ring, Roosh, Jalistico, and Preston Vance. Jalistico okay. is wasted here. Roosh is yeah. wasted here. What are we doing? These guys again should move to Saturdays, and we should do something with them. Why Remember are we? When we why saw they... Roosh on Triple R, and he was just great because he was nuts, cool... and it was fun, yeah. and it was crazy. And now he's here, and it was like, why, why, why do we have this? But it's a match. There's no point. The acclaim just win. Why? Bowens gets on the mic and he says that we want to have a match against House of Black. And then he says this confusing line. He says, the house always, yeah, the house always wins, but never bet on black. But you're black, but they're the house of black. And then you mock them for not having any black people in the group and for wearing blackface on the pay-per-view. I don't know what's going on at this point, but I would never say the line never bet on black when the, the, okay. No, no, don't. I, I got nothing. Gun Club and Ethan Page against starting in the ring three jobbers. Why does this Rampage even exist? And when can we stop reviewing it? And I think the answer is clear. You know who these clear. guys were? I got their names. Uh, First of all, their fact, their, their team name is just three guys. First of all, you're lying. It's funny, <laughs> but you're you're kidding with me okay. here. Their right? names are The Fly uh, Frescomatic. The second guy is Joe Braxton, and the third what? guy is Watson. So what there you the go. the heck? Wow. Joe, meaning J-E-A-U-X, Joe Braxton. Yeah. Oh, my God. How did you even get two those them, names? Two of them have been on Elevation Dark before, Dark Elevation. Back oh, yeah, February. which I watch every day. <laughs> all the time. I watch all the old back Fly, Frescomatic, that guy. That can't be real. And so. it's spelled F-L-Y-Y. Stop it. That's not and right. It's spelled T-H-A. T-H-A. I can't tell if you're Y-I. being serious or not. 
It's real. Look it up. Oh, I don't the want to. Fly Eye Fresco Mat. That is terrible. So, no offense to the guy. I don't know him. Maybe he's really good. But, I mean, that's sad. They spent all their time like working their way up to this show, and they don't even get their names that's on the show. Really, I heard them say Watson at one point in time. That's all I heard in yeah. the commentary. Um, sad. The, guess what? The guns win. Get this out of here. I don't want this. Ethan Page so cuts cool. a promo. He says, the Hardys aren't even a real trios team because there's two of them. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> the Hardys come out and Matt says, we will fight you three on two if we have to. And then Broken Neck Brother Zay comes out and he's in a neck race and he's like, I'm not clear. He thinks when you have a hurt neck, you you're you you're gimmick should be you have a sore throat he's like i'm not yeah. i'm not clear but i found a replacement he saw jerry lawler do that once that's so he it and he's that like that oh that's time. how it works you have laryngitis he's like i fit they crushed my like what do they say they crushed my larynx and i'm like that's my not larynx. how it's pronounced yeah. stop it pronounce my, my it or whatever they call it when you land on your butt i like i hit my coccyx Asterisks. <laughs> Learn how to pronounce words. Okay, so um, guess who the replacement is? I said it last week on the show. I already knew it was Hook. Um, yeah. And JR goes, Oh, it's our barbecue ribs. I don't want to watch this anymore. Why is he no. talking about barbecue and Hook? Because red Hook and red is the color of barbecue. There is so no reason for it. Backstage interview with Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes. Oh my God. How long has this Swerve and Keith Lee been feuding thing with, uh, without a match? Months? Yeah. Like 800 I'm sure it'll days? Be over after Sunday, right? It'll, it'll be over. Finally. Well, let's see what my notes say. On the pay per view, it should be Keith Lee against Swerve. Nope. All these guys, Swerve, Keith Lee, Dustin, they're supposed to be in the Blackjack Battle Royal instead of a singles match. Okay, don't let Meechin hear me say this, okay? So please don't repeat this to her. I won't say it. Keith Lee, I believe, without getting in their family business, isn't it clear he's not cleared for a singles match? Give me one. It sure seems that way. It sure seems that way. He's had health problems. I think he has some kind of numbers or so on something, maybe a CRP. I don't know what that's elevated and he's not allowed to wrestle and he is not cleared. Maybe it's a heart problem. Maybe it's whatever, but, right. and I'm not saying this as fact. I don't know this. This is just right. me going. What could it be that keeps Keith Lee off a of TV all the time? He doesn't wrestle in singles matches when he did wrestle. It was in a tag team match or a battle Royal. He will not be so that that, precludes him is that the word from wrestling with swerve i that's all i could think of yeah because this is the longest middle of the story we've ever seen in wrestling and it's not even a middle of a story because nothing's happening no we've had the start when they were tag teams and then they split up and now it's just what what kind of awful storytelling is this it must be because of health i don't know i don't know what else it could be i don't know Anyway, don't let please no one tell me a yeah. because she gets very protective and I understand that. But I'm yeah. just curious and I know it's none of my business, but I also like to think I'm 
some sort of wrestling podcast journalist guy that's been <laughs> doing this for almost two decades. So I would like to know the answer and I can't ask them because they won't tell me. So well, even even as fans, you know, we were huge. We still want to know supporters of Keith Lee and we, we love know. We, we were so excited for him coming over to AEW and right. And they haven't used them. Wasted. Right. We just wonder why. That's all. Yeah. Well, yeah. now that Saturday nights are around, if he's still not wrestling in singles matches, I'm going to say I'm right. So, unless somebody tells me different. Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir against Sheeta and Britt Baker. Okay. Nothing wrong with the match, but the pay-per-views this weekend, this is nothing. This Why does this need to exist? It, it, to get women on the card? I don't know. But that's not a good enough reason. Like, give me... No. There are other women that we could further stories with here. This is not a story. This is nothing. Sheeta and Britt Baker teaming Marina should be Shafir like... Ever. We don't see her anymore. No, because she's not that great. So, Britt Baker's great. Sheeta's great. Nyla Rose is pretty good. Marina Shafir mm. is a wrestler that gets very lost in the ring. I'll just say that. She's like the Janie hater that didn't figure it out. That's pretty much it. Jericho says, smell the glove, Marina, when Britt goes to put on the glove for the lockjaw. And even Excalibur's like, she's not going to smell it. Okay, smell the glove. What movie is that from, Jericho? Because clearly, so stupid. Double team thing into a lockjaw, Brit and Sheeta win. And the outcasts are backstage. Oh no, they beat up Jamie Hayter. Hayter. So clearly Jamie has a real injury, right? We just don't know what it is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Main event, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty against Best Friends. Is this a joke? I'm glad best friends are in a main event. But the main wish event wasn't on this show is Lee Moriarty. Why? Big Bill. No one cares. Get this out of here. They say these guys were all. This is this is why this is the main event. These guys are all in the Black Jack Battle Royal. That's not yep. anything. All the other jobbers from that Battle Royal are watching from the crowd. You know I, what that means. Yeah, it's going to be a brawl. TK, I swear you've truly phoned this episode in. And I think. He's just over. He's he's stretched too thin. That's got to be it. He's got to book and figure out collision. He's got to figure out all the stuff with CM Punk. He's got. He's doing Ring of Honor. I know that's Christopher Daniels partially, but Mm -hmm. he's got to do Ring of Honor. He's got to, you know, do his normal stuff with Dynamite. Worry about how to get from Double or Nothing to, um. Forbidden door to all in to all out. He's yeah. got too many things going on at once. And he's still involved with foot. The right. He has club. sports. He has real life sports stuff to worry about. So Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's what happens. to <laughs> You guessed it. A Jaguar. So, yeah, that's what's happening here. But it makes me very upset that I have to watch Rampage. Uh, Goozle to. Wow. To Chuck Taylor and Big Bill wins. But who the yeah. F cares? Bill shoves Bandito in the crowd. Then everybody starts fighting. Um, it's jobberific. Look, it's Tony Nese and Davari and more. And then Orange Cassidy runs out. Brian Cage runs out. Brian Cage runs out and Tony goes, or walks out and Tony goes, what is this about? Um, what? What is this about? He's in the, ba- we just said he was in the Battle Royal. Anyway, Keith Lee and right. Dustin come out, Swerve comes out, and it just goes off the air. That's good. Right. Rampage, nobody needs to watch that. Sorry. This cannot die. This show can't die fast enough at this point. Yep. 
And that's what a shame that we're saying that about, about AEW. But when yeah. you treat it like it's worse than secondary, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So. You treat it like shotgun Saturday night. and um, Remember how at first they cared about it? Remember how at first Rampage had CM Punk on it? And oh, now yeah. it has Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. And um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. And Marina Shafir. Right. Um, okay. So the embassy. Ooh, yes. Boy. So now we were going to talk about blood money, but we don't review that here. No. So I'm going to do my mini review of blood money when we do raw, because they pretty much showed the whole pay-per-view on there. So Good. you really didn't miss any. If you didn't see it, I think the only match they didn't recap was Ali against Walter or Gunter. So other than that, we saw not just stills. We saw the matches and the finishes and stuff on yeah. Raw. So yeah. we'll talk about that when we get there. But instead, I want to talk about the fact that it was the best of Super Juniors final this weekend. And oh, yeah. then I want to talk about going into Dominion and like what the card is and stuff, because I think it's very exciting. So I do, too. Yeah. And, and this best of Super Junior tournament, it was a fast sprint of a tournament, 12 nights. And almost 12 days in a row, it was very, very... It was a hectic. shame because, like I said last week, we had injuries. Like, Taiji Shimori had some kind of neck injury and a right. concussion, and it's not good for him. He had to dump out of the tournament at the last minute, um, but he was the only injury, so that was good. I mean, the only major That's injury. pretty amazing. If you think about this type of tournament, these are super juniors, so they're high flyers. They jump Right, and then to wrestle the almost every day or every other day for yeah. two weeks straight. That's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. when we got down to the semifinals, it was weird because it wasn't the people we thought it would be. It wasn't. You know, we thought our favorites were going to be, you know, Hiromu Takahashi. Hiromu Desperado. Desperado um, um, Taiji. He was in it last year. Yep. Um, maybe Robbie Eagles because he always does well in this tournament. Um, but really, that's it. Yeah. And who did we get in the final four? Well, that's the weird we got part. In the A block, first place was Speedball Mike Bailey. Okay, that's not a surprise to me. Yeah, but he wasn't even in this last year. So to show up for the first time and right, finish but he's, first in the block, he's that's a amazing. Hot, he's a hot property, so I figured yeah. you know, he would he that would work out. Yeah. And if you've never seen him, I this was my first exposure to him and he was oh man. Oh, he's so what good. A fun, yeah. fun talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so second place in A block, we got Teton. Okay, that was kind of a surprise to me. It was a very big surprise to me. We had, you know, two guys who were not from Japan yeah. taking home the top two spots in this block. Yep. Uh, beating out people like Hiromu and Leo Rush and TJP and Taiji. So, yeah, that was – and Kushida. Poor Kushida finishes ninth. Oh, my God. Kushida and Taguchi. Wow. They yeah. did miserable in this one. Yeah, doghouse. I think for Kushida, I don't know what Taguchi's thing is, but well, Taguchi's thing is you're. It's he's past his prime as far as yeah. You know, the Super Juniors usually they put him, they have him win really big, important matches. You know, sprinkled through the tournament, but then he doesn't even come close. But right, this right. time, what did and, he win? One match, two and matches. The story for him was great because you know he's like, I'm going to play it straight. I'm not going to do any comedy, no butt right. stuff, no That's what he said. No, no underwear, nothing. And it didn't work for him. He lost every match except the last one. Right. 
So over in B block, our first place finisher was El Desperado, and that really wasn't a surprise. That was expected. Okay. Yeah. Second place, wow. Master Watto. Never, ever thought that. I thought maybe Doki's in the final four, not Master Watto. Okay, that's fine, though. And he beat out guys like Robbie Eagles and Yo and uh, Clark Connors and Francesco Akira. So there's a lot of guys that uh, might have finished ahead of him. But wow, Master Watto. Yeah. And then we didn't. We've been been bagging on him a lot because ever since he came back from excursion. Yeah. He's been junky. He hasn't done anything. He's been very sloppy. Yeah. And we know that his uh, stint in Mexico when he was Coato's son, um, he was very sloppy. So, yeah. so okay. He did okay in this tournament, though. I will give him that. I, I didn't. His I didn't matches were pretty good. Be, so, yeah. yeah. Um, some surprises uh, before we get into like the finals and stuff. Some surprises of this tournament uh, that I was pleased with. Uh, Kevin Knight, for one, coming out of the LA Dojo. Um he put on a lot of good matches in here. He sure did. Uh, um, that there was a match: Clark Connors versus Dan Maloney. Oh, last night the hardcore match almost. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Were just whew. Clark Connors. Keep your eyes open for that guy. He's in Bullet Club now, and he is. He's much more fun as a heel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely very, very true. fun to watch him. Yep. Um, uh, what are some other matches that we saw that we liked? There was a TJP match. That, uh, I forget who he fought against. That I, I think just... it was the Leo Rush one. Was that yeah, real? Yeah, that's that a TJP up? Leo Rush. That, that was, was really good. Yeah. Fantastic. Leo Rush in this tournament was pretty much great in every match, too. Yeah. Just Hiro- so fast. It was and... like any Mike Bailey against anybody and Hiromu against anybody was a really yeah. good match, too. Yeah. Desperado's <laughs> matches were pretty much wonderful. Desperado yeah. against, um, was it Akira? Yes, when Akira would not tap out. Yeah, and he kept putting him in numero dos, and Akira just refused. And TJP wanted to throw in the towel, and Desperado was like, "F that!" and chucked the towel away. Yeah, that was great. Throwing the towel, and it got caught and thrown back out. (laughs) So I guess that's a rule. But yeah, though that was really good. There were a lot of good moments, and and the the show did. I normally hate House of Torture, but every night show would do a different gimmick. Like one night. He came out with a fake note from Hiromu that said, oh, sorry, I I don't want to be in this tournament, so give the win to show. And then Hiromu, they were, they were going to give him the win, and then Hiromu runs out of the back all tied up. And so yeah. House of Torture had tied him up earlier. Yeah. And then one night, <laughs> show will come out, and then uh, Evil will be like, I'm not with you. I'm with the United Empire, so get away yes. from me, you brat. And then one night, show would come out and he was wearing a Hontai shirt. Like every night was a different weird gimmick. So as yeah. stupid as it is, it kept it interesting. Yeah, because we his get matches really frustrated were, with House of Torture, and so it was neat yeah, for them to kind of his matches give were us different flavors. Generally crappy with cheating and yeah. you know yeah. too, way too much cheating. Yeah. But one night he came out. And he was like, "I'm not going to use the wrench anymore. I'm going to take this seriously." <laughs> You know, it was every, every time it was something stupid, but whatever. One time him and him and evil were pretending they were breaking up and they were shoving each other. So this is so much shenanigans. So it was shenanigans for sure. It was good to break up the other matches with some of that though. So I was a little more forgiving than I usually am with house of torture. Yeah. Um, another guy, yo, who had some different things going on. He was really kind of like, uh, being a jerk. He was mocking his, his opponents a lot of times Mm -hmm. kind of, 
playing a lot more head games than he usually does. But so I like the, to see that out of Yo. Yeah, but by the end, it seemed like Yo was going to be in the Final Four, and then he just got eked out. So. Yep. Yep. So fun tournament out of the twenty guys who were in this tournament. Um, man, I think I really liked fifteen of them. Oh, it's, um, it was a really high, uh, high level Super Juniors. So this is yeah. one where you could pretty much watch any of the nights and you'd get a really good show. So. You're going to get a good show. Yeah, not a lot of filler uh, guys thrown no, in there. It's just no. top quality. So good job, New Japan. Um, yeah. And also, every night until the very end was only Super Junior matches. There Which no made it so matches. much fun. It was 10 yeah. matches per night of just tournament matches. So you didn't yes. have to sit through tags or whatever. Normally there's a lot of people yep. that didn't don't like that when they watch new Japan. And I understand because it can be very repetitive. Um, but you, if you just wanted pure action, this was the tournament yep. for you. This was, this was very high quality. That's what I wanted. I didn't want this drawn out over 20, no. 24 shows. I wanted to get it done. I wanted to see all these matches. I didn't want no, they did it to spend a lot of time seeing the same young line match every night. I wanted just the, 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 the block matches. Yeah. But let's talk about the final night because I have questions. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, on the final, well, the, the semifinal night we had Mike Bailey, who was the winner of block a facing, uh, master Wato, who was the second place of, of block B. Right. Um, and master Wato wins that match. Holy crap. Now I don't think many people thought that would happen. I did not think that would happen. I mean, just no. for Wato even being, it went the here. opposite of the way I thought. Yeah. 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 And then uh, we also on that night had Block B winner, which is El Desperado versus Teton. And Teton won that match. What the heck? Yeah, I definitely thought it was going to be Mike Bailey against Desperado. So I got it completely wrong. Yes. We had two second place guys going to the finals yep. uh, on the final night. Look at that. And so here we go. Our final night, our match is Master Wato versus Teton. And like you said, we never expected either of these two guys to be here. No. Uh, this is a really sweet thing because Los Angobernabos de Japón, all of them join Teton at ringside. Uh, they're supporting him. Um, this match was filled with tons of aerial springboards and dives to the floor. Um, Watto used the Vendaval for a long time on Teton, but he, he breaks out of it. Uh, Teton uses his double stomp springboard to Watto's back. It's a two count. And then here it is, the, the Yave Immortal by Teton. Look at and that. that's the thing he's been using to submit his his opponents. It's like the Muda lock. Yeah. 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 Wato gets to the ropes, though. He gets out of it. I couldn't believe it. I thought, that's it. And I thought, wow, this match is short and it's over. Yep. No. Nope. Wato's got more in the tank. Um, La Mystica onto Wato. Wato kicks out it, too. Then a top rope double stomp by Teton. That should have been his it. another finisher. Yep. yep. One, two, no. Kick out. What is going on? It's Wato mania. He hulks up. He uses his high-angle German suplex, and then uh, a recitamente, and then another recitamente, recitamente two, which yes. is like a amped version of it, the modified version. And yeah. here it is: one, two, three. Watto is your winner. What? Master Watto <laughs> wins best super juniors. Wow, Gato's pulling the trigger on young kids. Okay. Oof. Yeah. What the heck? And you know what? I've said this before. This is year number fifty-one in New Japan. Now it's, it's time. It's out with the old, in with the new. We're it, doing a whole lot of stuff for the young it's time guys. for a change. You're right. Um, yep. The other thing I I wanted to mention was that if you watch this, you might have been just 
crazy taken off guard because if you watch the the second last night of the show, they had a match with Robbie Eagles and Young Lion Fujita mm. against Clark Connors and Gato. And you might see oh, yeah. something in this match that you never, ever saw before. A young <laughs> lion pins a non-young lion. He pinned Gato. Fujita yeah. gets the the win. What? With the O'Connor roll or whatever it's called. The, the bridge. What the heck? I was... I the crowd could not they gasped they could not believe that was the finish that looked yeah. like a false finish it was the real finish it was the real finish it was the opening match it was wait what's happening here <laughs> wow so yeah talk about pulling the trigger Gato not only put this kid this young line who has not graduated he's not been around nope. all that long puts him in a faction and then has yeah. him pin a new japan wrestler we're doing a lot of strange things here. We're putting young lions in factions. I He's there was... with Zack Saber Jr. and Robbie Eagles, or not Robbie Robbie Eagles. He's there with, oh yeah, yeah, Robbie Eagles. Yeah, and, uh, and the other guys and, from TMDK. Uh, yeah, the other guy. It's just, and he's joining them at ringside in their corner. He's not a young lion at ringside. That's so he's weird. in their corner at ringside. So he's weird. got some kind of special privilege over these other guys. I don't know what it is, but yep. wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't believe it. So, and you know, Kevin and Chris on commentary keep saying, you know, he's gonna he's gonna pay for this back at the dojo when the other young lions are, you know, <laughs> going after him. Well, they're not going to be happy if he's no he's skipping the line. Yes. So yeah. So let's okay. So all this leads to okay. So during the show, Sonata's on the show, and I'm like, okay, we gotta get we're gonna find out. What happened, if you remember, um, the last pay-per-view we talked about, um, Sonata had retained against Hiromu. Right, right. And then Sonata gets laid out by Space Godzilla, Young Lion back from Excursion, Yoda Suji. Yeah, that was at, what, Dantaku, I think, is where that was. Yeah, and we were like, okay, that's weird. He beat up all f- just five guys himself. And then when they went to the backstage comments, he had Hiromu like on the ground beat. Oh, he also did the Ngobernables pose. And then he went yes. in the back and he had Hiromu like kidnapped or something. They never mentioned that again. Yeah. So I'm thinking and last night of Super Juniors. has not even appeared on any no. show since then. So I thought last night of Super Juniors, this is it. This is we're going to see. Yoda Suji. We never saw him. No. And now we're, now we have no more shows left. This is what I was worried about. Remember last time I was worried about when do you even advertise this Sonata Yoda Suji match? And I, and then we were like, we looked at the card for the super juniors and we're like, Oh, the last two or three nights, that's when they do the tag match and stuff. Oh, they'll just do it then. They didn't do it. They didn't. Has that ever happened? Build up all the other matches too, but they didn't even. Yeah, this has never happened before. That's weird. Now, I have a full Dominion card here, but I don't understand what Yoda Suji is, what he's doing, why he's from space, why he's a wolf Godzilla, (laughs) why he had Hiromu in the back. I don't know what's going on now. So I'm thinking it's some big secret, and he's winning the title from Sonata. That's crazy. Is it possible? What? Well, this is your 51, and we're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So maybe. 
How can you give the title to an unproven guy like that? How can you give the unproven guy a his his first match? Am I missing like lead ups to Dominion, like Road to Dominion? Is that a thing? Am I missing something? There was, there was nothing. There were no. Hold house on. Well, shows. maybe they there maybe were... they booked them. Let's see. Nope. I looked. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. The next show is June fourth, Dominion. It's a, oh, it's a midnight show, so Pacific, so I can watch that live. Oh, good. I'm excited. That's my one of my favorite pay per views of the year. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah, and you also okay. We need to talk about this. Remember how Ren yes. Narita wanted to beat Okada really bad. Yes. Now it's Yoda. Um, I'm sorry. Now it's Shoda Shooter yeah. Umino wants to beat up Okada really bad, and so he's been on this the end of this tour. He's been trying to play shoving buddies with Okada, mm-hmm. and so on the final night he said, "Oh, by the way, um, we want those six man titles, and we're gonna." We're gonna. I'm gonna bring in two guys from the Blackpool Combat Club to beat you, Okada, and it's uh-huh. gonna be Moxley and it's gonna be Claudio, Claudio in New wow. Japan. So I'm very excited about that. But then he said, "Oh, and by the way, Okada, I'm gonna be the one to pin you." <laughs> <laughs> what? So, wow, we could have a very different landscape after Dominion, thanks to Gato's weird new booking. So let me tell you the card real quick. Yeah, let's go to the card. of Dominion. We have something in the beginning called, there's a kickoff match called Five Minute Time Limit Young Lion Consecutive Battle Match. Okay. Oscar, okay, according to this, it's Oscar Loibe versus Oiwa, Bolton Oleg, and Nakashima. That can't be right. <laughs> so what do we see? He has five minutes to beat all three guys? That It seems like, I don't understand this match at all. I don't know. Is it a gauntlet match? I don't know what this means. Well, consecutive battle match sounds like you just keep wrestling. Like each guy, you have five minutes to beat him. Doesn't that sound like yeah. that? Yeah. So it's so yeah. Like they're gonna have Oscar just jobbing out all it, these man. guys. What? I don't think they want uh, Oleg Bolton wrestling for longer than five minutes. So maybe that's why. That's they a good did this. point. But yeah, that's at the kickoff. So that's probably on at eleven or eleven thirty p- PST there. So um, yeah. Stay tuned for that. So, okay, here's the card. Um, <clears throat> we have the finals of the United States Heavyweight Championship um, number one contenders match. Will Ospreay against Lance Archer. So, there you go. Obviously, we already know Will Ospreay's winning because it's Will Ospreay against Kenny Omega. But, you know, you never know. Maybe that won't yeah. be the case, right? I haven't seen Lance in a long time or Will, so this will be fun for me to watch this. Should film. be fun. Should be a real... I mean, with these two, they'd put on a really yeah. good match. So... Yeah, um, I want to see Lance now. Oh, oh, now that the crowd can cheer and all that, I want to see Lance go scare the babies again. Oh my God, I would love it. I'd love it, and I hope he um, spits water all over them, so yes. they can call him Mister <laughs> Mister, whatever they call him before. Yes. Um, yes. Next match: Taka, Doki, Kanemaru, and Taichi. Just four guys against oh. Titan, Bushi, Shingo, and Naito. So, what would that be used to like? For Dominion, that seems kind of like kind of weak, unless something big happens, like say Doki finally pins Naito or something. Right. Yeah, because otherwise, all these guys like Shingo and Naito and Taichi are just kind of being thrown in this junky match. Well, who's who's the king of pro wrestling champion? Taichi, right? Taichi. Yeah. So maybe he gets pinned. Yeah. That maybe. would make sense. That would make more sense if Taichi gets pinned. Right. So. Okay. Or. If just Taka gets pinned, 
And then one of the Ingobernables just says, hey, Taichi, I want to challenge you. So That's likely to. Taka never wins. You think Shingo against Taichi is a great feud, but I'm kind of done with it. I am done with it, too. Because they already had all the best matches they could have. So do you think maybe Naito against Taichi this time? Yeah, sure. I mean, they've, okay. they've fought out before, and that's always a good... All right, so we'll uh, say I, that... I suppose Teton is going back to Mexico, right? He's not going to stay around. Uh, I, I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know his schedule. Um, okay, so then we have uh, match number three or four, if you count the pre-show, um, I guess, I think. Yeah. yeah. You don't uh, have to. We have uh, Jet Setters, that's Kevin Knight and Kushida, putting their junior tag titles online against Akira and TJP again. Yeah. Why did we have them pin TJP before if we're just going to have another defense. Remember this was over. It was over. Yeah. And I don't Mm. know. um, Didn't something happen at the end of the final night? Well, yes. Yes. But I'm saying before that, it sure did look like that was done. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think they're intergalactic jet setters now. Is that what they're called now? Like. Yeah, that's it. That's what their t-shirts say. That's it. Um, I thought they were time-traveling jet setters. Okay, and then we have the TV title match for New Japan World TV title. It's Zack Sabre Jr. against Jeff Kabu, the rematch. Oh, because so he is Zach getting said, another shot. Yeah, Zach it. said, I will give you another chance. So That's very nice of you, Zach. Yeah, and this will Especially be the ninth. Cobb just didn't take the first one seriously. Right. So this will be the ninth title defense. Do you think Cobb has an answer this time? Hmm. It's really tough to tell because we haven't seen either of these guys. They didn't show up at all for the Super Junior tournament. Right. So I'm kind of hoping. Um. Yeah. You know what? Maybe they ah uh, maybe they need to get the title off of Zach on this show so that he can go. Uh, against Brian Danielson at Forbidden Door. Oh, man. What a fun match. Yeah. I think that might be it. So Cobb might be winning just because of that. So we'll see. Okay. Um, I'm happy to see a title on Cobb. I like that. Yeah. Then we have There Is No More World Tag Team or Strong Tag Team Champions because they were vacated by Aussie Open. So we have have Bishamon with Yoshi and Goto Against Yujiro and Evil, which is, seemed dumb because it seemed like, well, then obviously Yoshi and Goto are going to win, right? But yeah. during the Super Juniors, Great O'Connor and Hanare stuck their nose in everybody's business <laughs> and said, hey, it's not really fair that it's no longer a three-way match. We were told we were promised a three-way match and we are part of United Empire, so we should be allowed in this match. And yes. uh, Evil and Yujiro said no. And Goto and Yoshihashi said Whatever, that's fine. So, guess what? It is a three-way, and Aaron Hanari and Great O'Connor are also in the match. So, there you Good. go. So, who wins that? Because what whoever wins is getting both sets of tag titles. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't think it would be Evil or New Jero. I think it's Aaron Hanari and Great O'Connor. You might be right. You might be absolutely right. Giving Hanari a title right now, I think, would be a good idea. He's one of those young guys. It's year 51. We need these young guys to start wearing belts. Because also, why else stick them in at the last minute? You know? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Okay. Um, Then after that, between the fifth and sixth match, we will find out who is in the G1. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited for that. 
Now, don't everybody get your hopes up and have all these fantasy things like Kenny Omega or whatever. Oh, Just last year, people were doing that, and it was and it was disappointing crazy. because we were like, "Oh, no, Moxley, yeah. no Brian. It this sucks." But it didn't suck. Yeah. It was really good. So just it was still really good. Yeah, yeah. just let, just trust the G one will be good yeah. because the G one is good. So it's not gonna be you know six guys from AEW and six guys from Impact and six guys from. It's gonna be no. mostly New Japan guys. So yes. don't. So just hold Don't on. Don't overbook your fantasies. People. No, try not to. Okay. And then um, then we have a never title match. It's Finley putting his title line for the first time against El Fantasmo in a grudge match. Oh, so there yes. you go. This will be fun. Can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. And I really don't think El Fantasmo is winning, but no. you never know. It's the first defense. Usually they don't, but we'll see. Yeah. Then we have the six man never titles, the open weight tag titles. Um, mm-hmm. We have Ishii, Tanahashi, and Okada, which are the guys that can't really get along, defending their titles for the first time ever against Shota, Claudio, and Moxley. That is, wow. ooh boy, that really <laughs> seems like that's a tough one. You're going to beat Moxley? I think those titles are gone on the first defense. And Ishii and Tanahashi can't even get along. So. Nope. Yeah. That's part of the storyline. Ishii and Tanahashi are from different factions, and Ishii just doesn't want now to be friends. If you tell me Umino is getting the win against Okada, I might laugh at that, but you never know. Yeah, I like think I said it could be a whole new yeah. regime here. So it could be. I think if if Okada isn't going to pin Umino, yeah, then I think that we're going to have a title change. Yep, you might be right. Because um, I don't think Claudio or Moxie are going get, are getting pinned or submitting. Right. I don't think. Well, I really don't think Ishii or Tanahashi are laying down. I just, hmm, I don't know. This is weird. Uh, maybe maybe Ishii would. Maybe Ishii would take the the pin. I would love to see Moxley do a Death Rider and then have Umino tag himself in and then show oh. Moxley how to do Death Rider. And then win? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, but oh, I don't know be, that, that's yeah, too advanced. Is, this is his. This is his young lion, his personal young lion, uh, way back. That's the thing. <laughs> that's where he got the name Shooter. So uh, yep. then we have the semi-main event, and that's Hiromo against Wado for the junior heavyweight title because uh, uh, Wado won the the best of Super Juniors. So yeah, I think Wado has a great chance of winning. He does. I mean, I'm glad they're putting it on this show and not putting it on some road to show. Oh my God. That was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so us the, the weight it needs. Yeah. So this is good. I hope Wado wins. Um, I love Hiromu, but I just would love to see some change here. So yeah, me too. It'd be great. Yeah. And then the main event, the match we don't understand whatsoever. IWGP world <laughs> heavyweight title. Sonata puts his title on the line for some reason against the returning Yoda Suji, who's never wrestled a match since his return. Yeah. Imagine if you saw this card a year ago and you saw this main event. That's what I said. I said, I wouldn't believe you. I said. Sonata is champion, first of all. And then Yoda Suji challenging. I'd be like, yeah. And then uh, Red Shoes Kid is going to be on with the the guys from AEW and they're going to go against Okada for tag titles. Oh, and then Finley is going to be the leader of Bullet Club. And then Phantasmo had left Bullet Club and he's going to fight. They're going to fight for the never title. Oh, and then, yeah, this all sounds fake. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is fun. It's awesome. So this card is very intriguing to me. Yeah. 
So happy birthday to you for this card. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. And we're going to try. Everybody needs to tweet Kevin Kelly. Yeah. And ask him to say happy birthday to Joe Negron. From the, the from broadcast. Smart Wrestling Fan Podcast. Oh, make him say make there, him yeah. say from Smart Wrestling Fan Podcast, the longest running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast <laughs> in history. I bet Kevin would say that. If you made it a really good joke like that where there's a bunch to say, yeah. He might say it. He might he might do it. Okay. <clears throat> That's the challenge, everybody. It's a special day for me. Yes. It is. I'm having a, I'm having a month long celebration. Oh good. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm having that same celebration in July. Nice. Very good. Month long special I day. I love it. I love it. Okay, so uh that was uh your instead of blood money we reviewed um reviewed yes. best super juniors and um talked about the you know what I so call this? What do you call it? This an improvement. <laughs> it is an improvement. It's I mean it's so much of an improvement. Um, yeah. So if you like this New Japan stuff, we review this like all the time on uh, Smart Wrestling Fan, more and other and things and stuff. Is it called things and stuff now? I don't know. Things but yeah, stuff. we have uh, we have, get yourself some Smart Wrestling Fan extra on Patreon and get it involved right now. So yeah. uh, let's do the double or nothing because that's what everybody's waiting for. So. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, here we are. Double or nothing. The yeah. theme music play. Pew, pew, pew. Double or nothing. And normally they have like four. They were shoving, like they were trying to stuff in four kickoff matches for the for the buy-in. This year they're yeah. like, eh, we'll just do one. Whatever. Right. It's an hour-long buy-in, one match. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the buy-in, but not very much. So Okay, um, fine. I watched it and I thought it was miserable, but that's just me. Yeah. So here it is, double or nothing, or is it double or dynamite? We'll find mm. out. Stay tuned. Uh, the <clears> panel <throat> on our pre-show was Renee, Paul White, Stokely Hathaway, and then some guy named Kazim Famayide. Some guy know. that's like from the Wale mania like thing. Okay. And Never he, wow, this guy, not ready for prime time. Uh, don't do cliches unless you know what they actually are. <laughs> and you can say them right because this guy's all over town and he doesn't know what he's talking about so whatever yeah yeah, yeah. uh backstage they have man bun man i forget his name rj city or something like yeah that. it's rj city that's okay talk show guy. in an interview rj talks to arn anderson and says hey are you gonna be packing heat tonight arn and arn says ask, ask your, your mama, mama. Mm-hmm. wow all right here's our match here's our buy-in match trios match it's uh, the Guns and Ethan Page versus Hook and the Hardys. Oh, boy. Now, I have come to become really fond of The Guns. I don't know why. I just um, like their but... theme song a lot. Oh, I was going to say It's one that. of my favorite songs because it's like 1970s. I don't even know what that is. Like synth. It's like a I don't Clint know what Eastwood it is. movie. It's, it's, it's yeah. awesome. I love it. It's like a spaghetti western sounding. It's spaghetti western, but in space, and I don't mean Star yes. Wars. Yeah, in space. Yeah, lasers, not Hardies, but lasers. It's, yeah, love it. And also, their entrance has gotten better because now not only did they play their theme song, but the guys stand sort of like at different angles, and the camera circles around them yeah. in that old uh, Claudio mm-hmm. um, uh, Seamus sort of way. Really cool. Like I got a little bit of chills on that entrance. That was I really like neat. It. I just love their theme so much. Yeah, their theme song is fantastic. 
All right, in this match, Ethan Page's contract is on the line, whatever that means. It means um, he's a slave of the Hardys if they win. Okay. All right. I, oof. I guess we're doing that. Isaiah Cassidy, he joins the Hardys team uh, to ringside there. Um, and look at this. Jeff Hardy looks sober tonight. Awesome. Aww. Now, Ethan <laughs> and one of the young guns, or one of the guns, uh, they attack Isaiah and remove his neck brace. But poor Isaiah, none of his team even cares. They're just like, oh, well, we'll stand yeah. on the apron. So oh, this was an OK match, I guess. We get a 310 to Yuma on Matt, but Jeff does a swanton bomb to break up the pin. Then dual twist of fates to clear out the guns. And now the Hardys and Hook, they triple team all ego Ethan Page. Hook applies the red rum and Page taps out. He taps out before it's even in. Yeah. <clears throat> So there it is. Matt Hardy now controls Paige's <laughs> contract. And he promised Jeff, this will be the last time I do a contract match. Uh, um, so maybe we'll get to see some of the story on Dynamite or Rampage or Collision instead of YouTube, I hope. Uh, maybe. We'll see. I want to see I want to see all Ethan Ego Page. All, all Ethan. All Ego Ethan Page. I want to like see all him Ethan dressed up in the old Jeff Hardy stuff with the arm sleeve tattoos and stuff like that. That's what I want to okay, see. Okay, that's fine. I think, yeah, they should make him the third Hardy and call him. Make him a Hardy. Yeah. Brother Ego. There you go. Brother Ego. There it is. Mm-hmm. Done. Already booked. We did it for you, Tony. We saved you some time. Okay. Luckily, Matt and them come up with this stuff and just run it by Tony. So he usually just goes, do yeah. whatever you want. So. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's what happens. Out comes Martha Hart to kick off this year's Owen Hart tournament. I had totally forgotten they were doing this and she has that weird hat on again like a big bow yes. on her, um, like a veil yeah. on her head or something right yeah it's like a Kentucky Derby type thing I don't know Martha she's about 8% better this year than she was last year so she's getting there. still a mess um, this came across as like so amateur yeah but we expected it this year last year we weren't sure this year we knew what we were getting um, she says we're supposed to wear our fancy fascinators this year. I don't even know what that is. What's a fascinator? Oh, that's not what she mm-hmm. said. I can't remember what the word was, though. Oh, my God. I don't know. But it wasn't that. It was something like that. Uh, okay. I, maybe I didn't understand. This year, she says we're not doing that. We're going to go gangster. So I thought she said fancy comes... duds. Fancy. Well, she said fancy duds and fascinators. Mm. I know she used the word fascinators because I listened twice. I'm like, what okay. is this word? I don't, I don't know. know anymore. It doesn't matter. Tony comes out, Tony Khan, that is, and he's wearing a hat that doesn't look very gangster. But, but she says it's, first it's a fedora, then she says it's a cowboy hat. I don't know what she's talking about. Who knows? It's but he just, just comes uh, across as this just corny fanboy when he comes out of the back. Does. He looks like, like a a, kid. ridiculous. Yeah. Martha tells us that this year's tournament is going to kick off in Canada, and then the finals will be at the Calgary Stampede on July 15th. Huh. Okay. All right. And then she's done. So, okay, that was quick. Not too bad. And it was on the pre-show. I know, pre-show. but it just felt weird. So, I don't know. Yeah. It, it didn't waste our $50 on the pre-show. No. At least. Now, for the last 10 minutes of the pre-show, we're introducing all the competitors in the Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship. Yeah. And here are all 21 of them. Oh, my God. Trent, Chuck Taylor, Bandito, Ari Davari, Tony Nice, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill... Commander, Kip Sabian, The Butcher, The Blade, Rockhard Juice Robinson, Switchblade Jay White, well, they call him the natural, Dustin Rhodes, for he is limitless, Keith Lee, Absolute Ricky Starks, 
Penta, El Sierro, Miero, Dark Jr., Ray Fenix, Brian Cage, Swerve Strickland, and freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Sure is 21 guys. And the best part is the Lucha Brothers came out with the Lucha Kids. They uh, did. They brought out their children. Yeah. Penta Jr. Jr. does a cool cartwheel split on the the ramp, and that was a lot of fun. I wasn't sure if that was his daughter or his son. I couldn't tell. That's why I just said Junior Jr. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. Still not sure. Not sure, yeah. Oh, also, Josh Woods joins the varsity athletes, but he's he's not not in the match. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Penelope Ford is also there with her people. Um, and I think that's all the extras that show up uh, right. ringside. Is right. he in the match or is he? In, I don't know. Do you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, Josh Woods is not. He's just there. Now, here we go. Double or nothing begins, and we start off with the AEW International Championship 21 Man Blackjack Battle Royal match. <gasps> yeah. A lot of guys delay getting into the ring at the start. Uh, and, and then JR's like, because JR is on half of the show before he has, hits his bedtime. And he's like, well, that's a, I don't know about that strategy of waiting on the side of the ring. Like that. And he's like, but I guess if they're getting it later and it works, then it's good. What? Oh, my yeah. God. Why would you say waiting a, outside is a bad strategy? Exactly. He says this is a strange strategy. He's No, it's a good idea. It's yeah, you dumb dumb. It's called smart. You can't get eliminated if you never get in the ring. <sighs> He's so dumb. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Jim. Oh, by the way, oh, he also he yes. also said this match is for the European Championship. Oh yeah, he does. European? What? What well, is he stuck in Raw in 1997? What? It went from all Atlantic to international, so maybe he it was just, never European though. It was never European. Oh my god, he landed there somehow. He's drunk. So here's all the eliminations okay. in order. Bandito eliminates Tony Nice. Okay. Uh, Ray Fenix eliminates Ari Davari. Good. Oh, Commander does a whole bunch of flippy things, but too many times. Jay White eliminates Commander. No surprise there. They had that match where he stopped, kept stopping Commander from running the ropes. So, yes. Yep. Got it. Yep. Chuck Taylor eliminates Kip Sabian. And then Big Bill who I think ended up with the most eliminations of the night. He eliminates Chuck Taylor. Uh, Keith Lee eliminates the blade. And then this is when JR says, Swerve is one of the smartest guys out there because he hasn't entered the match yet. Wow, you just said that that was a dumb strategy, you idiot. (laughs) Oh my God, what a dummy. Uh, The Lucha Brothers eliminate the Butcher. Then Lee Moriarty eliminates Bandito. Oh, the crowd was not happy about that. They liked their Bandito. Trent eliminates Lee Moriarty, and that makes him happy. Then Big Bill eliminates Trent because Trent sacrificed himself for Orange Cassidy. Aw, that's so nice. Yeah, it was very nice of of him. Hope uh, Trent doesn't blame Orange for that later. You never know. Brian Cage eliminates Keith Lee. Oh, boy. Keith Lee's out. Uh, The crowd's not happy about that. Uh, And then Penta accidentally eliminates his brother, Ray Fenix. Um, no, because uh, he was going after the Bullet Club guys and missed, and he hit Ray instead. Uh. Who was on the apron? But now Ricky Starks does what he said he was going to do. He eliminates Juice Robinson and then Jay White. Okay, so and that got- I liked because before this match, I said I think Switchblade's winning the title from Orange Cassidy, but I would hate to see it done in a battle royal. I think that would be stupid. So there, Ricky yeah. got his little mini revenge or whatever, and he didn't have right. to pin Jay White. That works great. Yeah, and it, you know Jay White can win his first title 
in a, a better way than this. Yeah. All right, then Big Bill eliminates Ricky Starks, and now that causes everybody to beat up on Ricky down down on the floor. Mm. Dustin Rhodes, look at that. He eliminated Brian Cage using okay. a, like a, a, a Canadian, Canadian destroyer on the apron. Destroyer on the yeah. apron. Wow, mm-hmm. Dustin. That was crazy. And then Swerve eliminates Dustin Rhodes, and that brings us down to our final four. It's Big Bill, Swerve, Orange Cassidy, and Penta. That's cool. There's a minor bocce moment here between Swerve and Penta where there was a leg that was supposed to be caught. But they got lost wasn't. a little so bit there and botched Swerve the Swerve just move. says, here, hold my, here's my leg. You yes. should have caught it before. But we can continue past that. Big Bill eliminates Penta, and that made everybody boo because they like the Penta. Yep. Now we get uh, Big Bill and Swerve kind of bickering because they both want to be the one to eliminate uh, Orange Cassidy. So Swerve says, all right, Big Bill, you eliminate him. And Big Bill picks up Orange Cassidy. But before he can throw him out, Swerve backstabs him and throws Big Bill over the top. Uh-huh. So now it's down to Swerve and Orange Cassidy. And this crowd is going bananas. They're loving this. This last few minutes are just. Oh, it's really so good. Fun. And it does make me think that if there's an Orange Cassidy against Swerve match, I'd be fine with Swerve running instead of Switchblade. That would be fine. It yeah, Swerve, yeah. Swerve's. You know, he really showed that he's he's pretty great here. He's pretty great, yeah. I mean, remember him as Kill Shot. He was great as Kill Shot, and then I just kind of forgot about that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and here he is. So we get a great stun dog millionaire from Orange Cassidy, and a nice top rope double stomp from Swerve, and then uh, this is where Orange Swerve Cassidy. messes up. He does. He says. He, he takes Orange Cassidy's hands and shoves them in Cassidy's own pocket. As a joke, but the crowd knows that that just gives Cassidy's power, so they all chant, you effed up. Yep, and they're right, because OC, Orange Cassidy, he delivers two DDTs to Swerve. <laughs> uh, we get an orange punch, which sends Swerve over the ropes onto the apron. He tries to orange punch him again, but Swerve uh, catches Orange Cassidy and drags him over the ropes. So now they're both standing on the apron. This was such and a great know, ending. We know the end is nigh here. Yeah, Swerve... He goes for the top rope double stomp onto Orange Cassidy, who's prone on the apron. But Orange Cassidy gets his feet up, hits Swerve in the face. Now Swerve is really dizzy. He's barely holding onto the top rope with one hand. I love Orange this. Cassidy goes for the orange punch. But no, instead we get this great visual. Orange Cassidy instead just decides to nonchalantly stroll over to Swerve and kicks his arm, breaking Swerve's grip on the rope. And then... As Swerve is falling backwards to the floor, he kind of swims in the air, desperate to grab anything, but to no avail. Swerve is eliminated. Uh, Orange Cassidy retains. And it wasn't a real like kick. It was one of those Orange Cassidy kicks. So it was in slow motion and it barely tapped him. It was awesome. It was just like a little eh, flick you off of the thing. (laughs) So this happens and I'm really excited because I'm like, okay, Orange Cassidy won. That's pretty much perfect. Yep. I, I'm super excited about this show. This show's great. I'm thinking this is going to be a great show, right? Uh, we'll find out in a minute. Let's find out. Next is an unsanctioned match. It's Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole. And, uh, oh boy, here we go. <sighs> Sabu joins Adam Cole. Okay. For uh, what? Oh, wait, they said Sabu's in Adam Cole's corner. And then on the graphic, it said Sabu's the special enforcer. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's not how that works at all. That is not how it works. Yeah. Well, 
just uh, the the Jericho Appreciation Societies there, or should I call them just five white guys, because they joined Jericho at Rigside. And why wouldn't they? There's no rules here. Right. Um, when Sabu's music hits, boy, that always brings back memories of the 90s. He was my favorite guy in ECW. Um, well, he did. He Arizona. was just nuts. So you, yeah, if I, you want to see somebody go crazy and almost kill themselves, it was Sabu. It was, that was the yeah, guy to watch. Yeah. I didn't get a lot of I had to do the tape trading and Internet scouring and like cable stealing and all that stuff yeah. to just see ECW. Um, and before that, like you said, I've never seen a, a chair to top rope springboard thing before. And Oh, n- I never saw it either. And when I first heard the word Sabu, one of my friends told me, like, you need to see Sabu. What I imagined and what I got were two totally different things. Yeah, I, I didn't, thought Iron Sheik. Yeah, not or not even, I didn't even think Iron Sheik. I just, I didn't know what I thought, but it wasn't that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. He just did those moves effortlessly. It was just amazing. So here he is. Adam Cole comes out with Sabu and Roderick Strong. All three of them have chairs and this match starts. Sabu and Jericho do their short sword fighting with the chairs in the ring. Oh, Jericho was not, that. he's not very good at this. And he no, he's not. looked like he was, and he then was we rattling his whole body. Yes. Yeah. Outside the ring, Matt Menard just sorts, just decides to lie down on one of the tables. He's um, taking a nap. And then Sabu sort of half-heartedly splashes onto him <laughs> from the And then did room. we ever see Sabu again? Maybe once more? No. Ever? No, because all the extras fight to the back, and I timed it. From entrance to exit, Sabu's time was three minutes and ten seconds. What a waste so that's disappointment payday. number one of the pay-per-view right there, where it was like, not only did Sabu not belong there, but now he's already gone. Yeah. And yeah. in and out. He was and called, the he was called, the, well, he was called the special season. enforcer here, but then JR's like, why is, why is it, if enforcer, why is it, why is it doing that with the people is it on the other side of the team? And Excalibur's like, well, he's not the referee, but it shouldn't say special enforcer then. Yeah, I mean, JR is right for once. He is, but this is like this weird little com- miscommunication here, plus the fact that Sabu didn't belong at all, and then the fact that he just left right away. Mm, yeah. It started souring me on this show, and I'm like, I don't want to be soured. I had, no. I had two delicious <laughs> flatbread pizzas. Amy made this. I mean, it was this. Okay, normally I like red sauce classic pizza yeah. sauce right she made these flatbread pizzas it was like some sort of sauce like a like a white sauce made with cream cheese and garlic and it was like mm. this it was freaking awesome and on top it had blistered tomatoes and seasoned grilled oh, yeah. zucchini and that sounds oh, like man. you know to some people they'd be like yuck vegetables in your pizza this thing was and fresh <laughs> basil and mozzarella this pizza was so freaking good so i had Happiness Pizza, two of them, yeah. and I had this new Mike's Zero, and it's not the aspartame or the sucralose. It's made with stevia, so they were like 100 calories per can or bottle. Um, I think it's 94 for the bottle, but that's like less than half the calories of regular Mike's, so I was pounding these things. I got down to now, not like Larry, where he's at like 26 or whatever. I was down... I was. To up to six and i was like woo i keep drinking these because it takes like five for me to even feel anything with mike's because yeah. it's, it's yeah. a weak it's a weak beak drink by the way mike's harder i tried it it is way more powerful one can and it gets me like i i'm swimming at one can okay so but <laughs> anyway my point is 
I have all the happiness in the world right in front of me. I'm eating it and drinking right. it. Yep. If I start to think that there's something wrong with the show, I know it's the show because it's not me because no. I'm in quite a good mood. So, right. yeah, it was the show. You have planned out and, and executed your environment to be top quality happy time. Yeah. And and so, yeah, I did too. I had a we got a crazy Mike's pizza and I always add a ton of stuff to it. Extra vegetables, That's tomatoes, awesome. onions, uh, black olives, awesome. a bunch of like oregano and thyme and basil and then garlic. Oh, and I and dumped it. a bunch of crushed red pepper on it so much. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. So we were both doing the pizza thing. Uh, uncoordinated. We, we didn't coordinate. We just did it. And no, yeah, it I was happened. also in my happy place. Yeah. Uh, I was drinking a really strong beer or some cider or something. I don't know what it was, but it was good. And then we get down to Jericho and Cole, and boy, does this pay-per-view slow down right now. It's uh, And the crowd, okay, mean, let's talk about the crowd. They're not that yeah. great, okay? No. This Vegas crowd was either bored or they expected something else, whatever it was. So they're not helping, but some of the booking is not helping either. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, this slow, not not like... We're getting off the Autobahn to a side street slowdown. I'm talking, we're now in a school zone. It's 15 miles an hour max. Yes. And I'm no wondering what's allowed. wrong with the match. And I'm like, is it just me? So I go online and no, it was a lot of people that were saying the exact same thing, okay. which is, oh, what? Where's, where'd Sabu go? Why is this yeah. match so weird? Yeah. Why? Yeah. When? And then Jericho's done this before in his past. Why when Cole's in the walls of Jericho does... He have a fire extinguisher and then and then Jericho turns around to look at him. Why would he do that? Yeah. It's just so yes. and he missed and then he missed with the fire extinguisher. Right. He had to hit him again with it. It was just yeah. it was sloppy. It was sloppy. It was uh, for the first half of it I forgot it was even a lights out unsanctioned match. It just seemed like a regular sort of like match with some weapons. Yeah. Um Jericho almost breaks his neck trying a lion salt i'm like please don't do that oh anymore. my god it always it. looks scary when he does it now yeah maybe you don't have the leg strength <laughs> don't do it yeah um yeah the he, cole brings in a fire extinguisher he doesn't know how to ignite it so jericho has to look like an idiot just staring down the barrel it's of this stup- thing it was stupid spot <sighs> so and then jericho gets a hold of it and he knows the crowd's dead so he starts shooting the fire extinguisher in the sky trying to get the crowd to react to anything yeah. Next, it's kendo stick time. Jericho found one. Out comes Britt Bra- Brit Baker. Okay, so here's the she's revenge her, spot. Yeah, she's got her own kendo stick, and now we get some women on man violence. So she just nails Jericho a dozen times with so that. That was okay. The stick. revenge spot was good. That felt good. Yeah. All right, it worked out. He got some welts from it. Out comes Soraya to defend Jericho. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know, know, but what we get out of this is nothing I want. Oh my god! Britt hits her two times, and then Soraya's like, "Oh, I don't think I need to take any more shots for this crowd." So she right. just runs away. Yep. Um, Britt chases her back to the locker room. Hint: that won't be the last time this happens tonight. Uh, I understand it's a hardcore up. match, but the overbooking of this night starts now. Oops. Yeah, yeah, it gets overbooked. Cole climbs the ropes. Jericho throws a chair, Sabu style, at Cole's head. Cole just sort of falls off the ropes Yikes. through a table. Um, Jericho under the ring finds a heavy steel chain with handcuffs attached to either end. He attaches one to Cole. Cole recovers, attaches the other end to Jericho. So now it's a dog collar match without the match. collar. Yeah. 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 Um, Panama Sunrise for a two count. 
uh, Jericho starts whipping Cole with the chain. Ouch. Um, Cole recovers. He hits the boom on Jericho, and then he decides that's not enough. He wraps the chain around his own leg and then hits the boom with the chain onto Jericho again. And, and I thought, oh, it's him, over. Yeah, he's going to pin him. No, instead, Cole's like, I hate you. So he gets in a full mount position on top of Jericho and just starts punching him. Uh, hammer fist punches using the chain and Aubrey just says, okay, that's enough. She calls right. Cause bell. I think Jericho's dead. So even yeah, though Jericho's moving around and he's clearly awake. So he, that was bad selling as far as he goes, not my yeah. favorite, uh, unsanctioned match. I really expected more from this. And Sabu was yeah. com- almost completely worthless. It was yeah, pretty worthless. It, Big disappointment. No, was <laughs> yeah. And I'm a huge Sabu fan and I was really, really, yeah. I, yeah. So I not, not, uh, not great. But the Hopefully next match done. will be better, right? Well, are we oh. done with Jericho and Cole? Are we done with that, I hope? Jericho? Yeah, because, Jericho. Um, well, my original script that I saw was MJF against Cole for the um, world title, and they both won their matches. Spoiler. So, okay. obvious spoiler. Um, yeah. So, I don't usually okay. get AEW scripts. So, yeah. I, get, I get WWE ones uh, twice a week. But right. I don't usually get AEW ones, and um, that not? was that was the direction. So okay, that's I'm fine with that. I'm only fine um, with that if Cole wins. Why would you have yeah. Adam Cole in a position where he's not gonna, even going to win? But if you're going to tell me at yeah. a Wembley Stadium he's going to beat MJF, I think it'd be huge. Yeah, that's that's a place to do it. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. All right, maybe this next match will be better. We get a recap video of of FTR and Mark Briscoe and. Double J, J Lethal team. Out comes Mark Briscoe, the, sc- the special guest referee wearing like a uh, camouflage style referee. So we had a special guest referee in a match right after a special enforcer match. A little overbooked? Yeah, I would say so. Gotta fit all the stars in, I guess. I don't know. A little Here redundant, it is. It's a, yes. It, it's a tag team match um, for for what? What's this for? It's for the titles, the right? AEW tag titles, that's all. Yeah, AEW tag titles. Okay, so Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal versus FTR. That is, of course, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. Uh, Double J and Lethal, they come out with Sanjay Dutt and Sutton Singh. And Sanjay's carrying two red guitars. One of them has Dax written on it and the other has Cash written yeah, on it. Yeah, they've had those before painted. and they before smashed those over the guy's heads. Yeah. So Right. Sanjay's white jacket. Let's talk about this. Okay. This is great. Both arms have giant pencil decals on them, uh-huh. but the back is the best part. It's a painting from the Delaware chicken farm when they were all wearing overalls. It's funny. It's great. I love that. JR apologizes for something. I don't know what it was. Maybe he just uh, interrupted. I forget. Him. I don't know. Um, I've tuned him out by this time. I stopped paying attention to him. Yep. I couldn't wait for him to go yep. to bed. Yep. Oh, I forgot the, the Karen... Uh, oh, Karen's Karen there too. There too. Yeah. Okay. The the crowd is chanting FTR really loudly. So, all right, maybe they're back into this. We'll see. Um, and I'll tell you right now, the answer is a resounding nope. Nope. Not because right after the FTR chant, this match goes into like people on the outside cheat. People on the outside cheat. Nothing's really happening in the ring. I don't want to see Jeff Jarrett do anything. This is getting. And I was. Behind Jeff Jarrett. I was one of those guys that when he came in, I was like, please get him away from here. But then when he went against, when they went against the acclaimed, I think it was for the tag titles and then lost, I was like, okay, he, you know, as a, like a legendary mid Carter, 
this guy had to be had to make his own company to be world champion. How, um, this guy is a pretty good heel. The crowd doesn't like him, so this this works. This is fine yeah. for me. And now tonight, this just didn't work at all. The first ten or fifteen minutes of this match, just throw it in the yeah. garbage. Just watch the ending. This is this is just I during this match I started getting bored, and then yes. I realized there's it's really really overbooked. And this crowd's also dead. So it can't just be me. It can't. No, it's not just you. It's it's a TNA match. Um, but felt guys like are it. now 10 years older than they were, whatever that was. Yeah. Um, I think 20. Maybe 20, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Karen Jarrett is annoying JR, so he tells her to shut up. Shut, uh, shut up, you Jezebel. You Jezebel, yeah. Oh, let's see. JR, yeah, he has a Jezebel. All the another, all the other announcers say, yeah, we knew you'd say that, JR. Great. Oh, my God. Um, we get a figure four from Double J to Cash, and I swear to God, I thought we were going to a commercial break at that point because it was it really just like that slow. Kind of It just felt so slow. Okay. At the 15-minute mark, we finally start picking up. We get a Tombstone Powerbomb on the There we Dax covers, but Sanjay breaks it up. All right, well now Sanjay, you're in the mat. You're interfering. So Mark Briscoe sends you away, and just for fun, Sutton also you're going back to the locker. Was it a Tombstone powerbomb or a Doomsday powerbomb? Oh, it was probably a Doomsday. Yeah, I think it was that. Powerbomb. But whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, as here, this is a little botchy. It takes too long for Mark Briscoe to turn back around from sending this yep. off to the locker room. Um, because I think maybe. Double J didn't get in the ring fast enough, so he turns around once, then he has to look back up the ramp and then turn around again because Double J wasn't ready. But in the end, Double J tries to hit uh, Dax with a guitar, and he hits Mark Briscoe instead. So now there's no ref. Great. No ref. He's out. He's dead. FTR hits the Shatter Machine on Lethal, but no ref. So out comes Aubrey. Sanjay Dutt won't let her pass. She pushes him aside, and Karen Jarrett nails Aubrey with the other guitar. Why are you hitting a refer- female referee over the head with a guitar when we can't lead to a match? This is so dumb. It's dumb. Lethal injection to Dax. There's still Just no referee. So this much. So, so much overbooked. It's, it's a little bit fun, but it's way overbooked. Oh, it's it was okay to watch for that minute or whatever, but yeah. Just this the whole night's going to be like this. Yeah. Crap. The crowd is chanting "F you, Karen." Oh boy. We get a pile driver to lethal, uh, uh, a belt shot and a stroke to Dax. So they're oh using weapons God. here. Mark Briscoe finally recovers, but now Dax kicks out at two. Well, it took Briscoe too long to make the count. So right. Jay, uh, Jeff Jarrett is angry. He starts bullying Mark Briscoe. Um, and Briscoe's had enough. So he slaps Jarrett. Now we get another shatter machine. Dax covers one, two, three. FTR retains. Um, before they even hold up their belts, they throw them on the ground and they hug Briscoe first, and then they hold up their belts. So that was kind of nice. Oh boy, they're friends. They're friends. Oof. And I'm like, well, wow, that was overbooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much, just so many steps to get to the end. It's just too much. Yeah. You too don't have many. to fit everything into every match. Well, they did. They did. Yeah. So can this be over? No more Jeff Jarrett trying to get the tag titles. Can we be done with that now? Please? I think we are. Okay. I think we are. All right, we got Aussie Open coming in eventually when they're healed. Um, yeah, there's there's other teams that we need to start pushing. Yeah. Younger guys. Yep. 
Backstage, here's Alex Marvez getting a paycheck tonight. He's interviewing a, a nervous Ricky Starks who keeps looking over his shoulder. Boy, he should. He's getting attacked every time. <laughs> and guess what? It happens again. Oh, tonight. my God. Juice and Switchblade, they attack Starks. And then FTR appear out of nowhere to chase them away. So so are, so now is Switch is it Swerve that's getting an international title and Switchblade's going to go for the tag titles? Ugh. Sure would seem like here. Yeah, I guess so because that's... It's in line now. Or are we gonna have Ricky? Juice. Or are we gonna have Ricky Starks and FTR against Bull Club plus their third new member? Uh, that's no good. I want a title match. Though. I don't want. Mm. I don't want the champions sucked into a, a trios if they're not the champions. You know. Hmm. Video recap of Wardlow and Christian over time, and then backstage it's Chris Jericho and Soraya. They're talking. Oh no! Jericho's having a tantrum. Soraya is a horrible person, and she says horrible things. Uh, Jericho is hilarious, though. He says, what kind of woman hits a man with a kendo stick? This has got to stop. And so now they demand a a mixed tag match. I don't want it. No. That sounds terrible. That That sounds really bad, and we're getting that on Dynamite. And Jericho starts throwing stuff, uh, playing cards, poker chips, and an Amazon box. Uh, then a way too young security guard walks in and says, without any acting skill at all, says, hey, sir, sir, you have to calm down. You can't be I doing swore that. that this was just for Soraya to beat up a guy, but it wasn't. Yeah. No. She distracts him long enough for Jericho to get the gimmick ready. And then she says, oh, uh, turn around now. She kind of gives him the signal. Yeah. That's your cue to turn around. So he does. Jericho throws the fireball in the kid's face. And Jericho's a wizard again. Okay. It's like we're going, we're spinning our wheels and then going backwards. It's a little bit backwards. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't want Jericho and Soraya together. I just, no. I want her gone so far, but it's not happening. Next is our TNT championship ladder match. So another right. no disqualification overbooked match. No disqualification. Oh, the good news God. is there's no special guest referee because you don't really need one. Don't need one. Now, Christian enters. He tells Luchasaurus to go to the back. I don't need you tonight, mm. Luchasaurus. Sure you sure don't. stay there. Christian's wearing this all-black turtleneck sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really funny looking. Yeah. The crowd picks up on it later. They start chanting turtleneck at him. Mm. Um, Arn Anderson pokes his head out as Wardlow's introduced, and then Arn goes backstage too. Again, like, Taz, why is Arn not at ringside for his guy? This doesn't even make sense. I don't know. He doesn't mean he's got to do it on his own, I guess. I don't know. Taz gets confused during this match and doesn't know the difference between salon doors and saloon doors. (laughs) What was the other thing he got mixed up on, too, that was amazing? Oh, uh, I didn't write it down. Oh, my God. Or is it later? Is it coming up still? I think it's later. I just don't remember what it was. Okay, okay. We'll just wait then. Uh, If I have it in there, then great. If not, I'll try to remember what it was. Okay. Wardlow immediately sets up two tables side by side, parallel to the ring at the end of the entrance ramp. Something's going to happen there. Is that a body part, maybe? <laughs> Crap, I can't remember. Okay. Uh, he doesn't get to hit Christian here, so uh, no dice. Get it? Gambling, Las Vegas. Yeah. Anyway, Christian uses the ladder to bridge the ring and the crowd barrier. Uh, Wardlow end up getting cr- uh, crotched on that ladder. So, Ouch. Uh, the ref moves the ladder so that the first row can sit down again. 
Um, this match slows down, and I'm annoyed at this point. We've had so many old guys in these high-profile matches. It's just like Jericho. Christian. Oh, it's like TNA. Jay Lethal, it's like TNA. Jeff Jarrett, it's Jay. like TNA. Christian. I just don't need Jeff Hardy. It's like TNA. Hardy's Matt Hardy, face. it's like TNA. All Ego Ethan Page, it's like TNA. I don't want to keep saying this is TNA, but oh my god. Yeah. Dustin, he was there. He just didn't have the rat tonight, but he was there too. Yeah. I just it's um, too much. Okay. It's too much. Well, it's, oh, Sabu, he was in TNA. <laughs> Wardlow does a gorilla press with Christian and then spins around a bunch of times. That was neat. Yeah. Um Wardlow climbs the ladder. Luchasaurus now comes down to ring. He puts Christian in the ring. Uh, Christian hits a reverse DDT on Wardlow so that Christian can climb the ladder. Um, and then this is terrible. Uh, Arn Anderson comes down and gives Wardlow a pep rally. And so Wardlow climbs the top rope to jump to the ladder. And <gasps> it broke. Boy, this this ladder snaps faster than a Why? Sid Vicious jumping from the second turn. Exactly. This is, Why oof. would why would anyone think that on a normal ladder you could just get it? any hardware store that Wardlow's weight would support that move. Why would you think that? And normally when they do this sort of jump to the ladder move, you're jumping straight at it. This was at an angle where that whole thing twisted into a wreck. Yeah. So that letter's no good, but it was fun to watch, I guess. Yeah. Um, what happens next? Uh, Oh, JR had to say, well, a referee shouldn't have to hold the ladder. He had to say that. Yeah. Shut up, JR. Don't mention that. Why are you trying to ruin this? Yeah. Luchasaurus chokeslams Wardlow a few times, and then Arn Anderson gets in the ring like he's going to spinebuster Luchasaurus. <laughs> no. And then here comes the stupidest part of the probably the whole night. Luchasaurus goozles Arn Anderson. And so Arn Anderson bites Luchasaurus's thumb. But at the same time. Oh, my God. Arn he's Anderson- chomping on a blood capsule, and he can't get it broken. He can't because his hands don't work, so he can't get it in his oh mouth. Oh, my God. This was um, so bad, and it was a close-up. It was a close-up. Oh. It, it looks bad. At one point, it looks like Arn's trying to give pleasure to Luchasaurus's thumb. It's not good. Oh, it's really gross. Uh, instead, Luchasaurus's thumb is covered in red raspberry sauce. It looks it's so stupid. Disgusting. Oh, my God. I'm laughing too hard. I didn't get to see how the next part gets set up, but basically, Luchasaurus is dead on those tables. Wardlow climbs one of those really tall 15-foot ladders and then swantons onto Luchasaurus. Um, he overshoots a little bit and lands kind of on his tailbone. Yeah. Uh, but at least both tables broke, so good. And meanwhile, <laughs> this is pretty funny. On the other side, Christian does his best sort of Kilroy was here impression on the other side of the ring. Um, old reference. Yeah. Then he sneaks in and he climbs the ladder. Uh, raspberry sauce mouth. Arn Anderson pushes Christian off the ladder. Onto Wardlow, who power that worked bombs him. into a power bomb. Yep. That worked. Yeah. Yep. And then Wardlow climbs the ladders and he gets the the title. He wins, which again, obviously, he was going to win. But yeah, <sighs> it took a, us a lot of of boredom to get there. But the ending was good. I thought again, but the middle didn't need to exist. That's yeah. going to be the theme of this show. <laughs> the middle, you could just yeah. throw it away. Too much middle. All right, next up, video recap of Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm, because we're going to have the AEW Women's World Championship match. And finally, JR has been replaced by Tony Schiavone. Whew. Yeah. So now we got three Tonys on this show. Hayter's music plays twice, but no Jamie. 
Uh oh. Now course. she comes out being beat up by Soraya and Ruby Soho. So again, I say she's injured, right? Yeah. She has to be. Soraya's the worst. I don't want her to be unemployed. I just don't want her in AEW. I don't want her she, anywhere. Just please get her out of here. She could be a, like a good cafeteria lady out of middle school in Iowa. That's, that's good because then I don't have to see her. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So they beat up Hater's arm. They throw her in the ring. The ref starts the match. Jamie Hater's got all those circle hickeys on her back. I don't know why she's doing that. So dumb. Now comes Britt. She beats up Soraya again. Soraya sucks because instead of selling, she just runs to the back. Fine. Get her out of here. Too much Soraya in my AEW. I know. And we're getting more on Wednesday. Yeah. Ruby Soho, she takes off a turnbuckle. And then she goes for the other one, and Hater says, "Hey, what are you doing over here?" And Ruby sprays Hater in the face with again, Gosh. because Hater's injured. Super overbook- overbooked match, and it yeah. lasted like what two minutes? Two minutes, and this wasn't mm. enough for a DQ, God. I guess. Maybe, maybe the ref wasn't watching this part. Oh, the ref pretended not to see that one. Yeah, yeah. What happens next? Oh, yeah, Hikaru Shida comes out because we need more people running out. She nails Ruby with a kendo stick. Ruby no sells it, and they fight. Oh, my God. Uh, more overbooking happens. Hater throws Tony headfirst into an unprotected turnbuckle. Then Hater hurts her arm, and she tears off all the fake tape so that she can rally. But then this is weird. Hater just sort of turns around and runs into the turnbuckle, slamming her own, her own head into it. It's so dumb it's looking. really botchy. It really looked dumb. bad. What happens next? Storm Cloud Pile Driver by Tony Storm. Is that what it's called? Whatever it is. One, two, three, stupid. new I champion. Was, I thought it was Storm Zero, but who knows anymore. Storm Zero. It was embarrassing and horrible. New champion, though. Wow, I didn't like that. Fire everybody involved in this mess. I this don't want Tony Storm as the champ. I miss Jamie Hayter already. I'm sad that she's injured out. Yeah. I just think this is... Unless unless you now do a story where Soraya or Ruby start staring at the title and they can't they can't even get along long enough to keep this title very very long because if Hater can get cleared by All In, then having her win at All In would be huge. So maybe In we should England, do that. Right? That's at Wembley. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah, that would be huge for them. So let's do that. Okay. Uh, Not have Soraya win at that, but... Ew, no one would want to see that. I don't think they like her even in England, right? Mm, No, they do, because of her stupid family and her stupid mom. Yeah. Well then, please don't. Please don't. Uh Okay, backstage, we've got Renee and Man Bun Man as they give us a commercial on a disappointing $50 pay-per-view to promote gambling. I'm so sad. Thanks. Recap of House of Black and their open house match rules, open rules, house matches, whatever they're called. Okay. We don't need to explain it again. But here it is. Trio's championship open house challenge match. It is House of Black versus, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Julia Hart has long fingers. (laughs) And the overhead lighting makes her look really pregnant. Um, (laughs) Really? Okay. I was watching with somebody who never watches wrestling, and she said, wow, that, that girl's really pregnant. And I said, I don't think she is. No, it's the lighting. She's not. Yeah, it's the lighting. <laughs> who will accept this challenge? Oh, my goodness, it's the acclaimed. Everybody's surprised. Except Why is that a surprise? Except they said on like, Rampage <laughs> that this match was whatever. Maybe uh, Shivani and all those guys don't watch Rampage. 
All I know is here we go. Now we have all these magic rules, which means overbooked match number 100 here. Yeah, all the same rules. We're not repeating that. Max Caster does some rapping. He says Brody King is a reject from RuPaul's Drag Race. What does that even he mean? Says, I don't know. He just had to why rhyme is, something with what? race. He had to rhyme race with blackface. That's why. Uh, he said Malachi Black is doing blackface. Uh, no, he's not. That's not well, okay. close to blackface. But it's, you know, who is doing it? Finn Balor as the demon, Dustin Rhodes every week, and um, the guy that's going to sing later. Why are we allowing this? Like and the Blue Man Group, they're also doing blackface. They're right? doing they're doing blue face, which is different. Yeah, that's okay. like Tobias Fumke. My um, understanding of blackface has always been if you're trying to make yourself appear like the stereotypical well of course that's what it is but then that makes it bad when you even put black makeup on your face yeah because then it's like oh you probably shouldn't do that but malachi usually just puts it on his eye so it's It's like a black eye eye. but i get their rap though and also what are the what other things that they say oh the other things they said oh this one was good he says um uh uh I, I shouldn't repeat it, but he basically makes a reference. You don't have to, to repeat it. Dominic Just, Mysterio stealing Rhea yes, Ripley from from Buddy. That's it. Yep. And then, did you see yeah. what Rhea tweeted? Yeah, she said, "Hey, we're good in two promotions. We're, we're over, over in two, two companies, companies now." Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. That's awesome. Then we get a bonus verse from Max Caster. He says, "We don't need a step a special stipulation to win this match. Yeah. And why aren't there any black people in the House of Black?" <laughs> Okay, great. Actually, great question. Um, But uh, think about how dead this gimmick is when they couldn't even think of a stipulation for this. Yeah, yeah. It's It's a thing that could have helped them win the match and they didn't bother to do it. It's just dumb that they didn't use it. You could win titles here. Why wouldn't you pick a stipulation? You're the acclaimed. You're not above that. You're not like, you know all proud or anything you would you would take anything you could get to win so stupid yeah so dumb all right here we go here's the match um anthony bowens gets trapped in the ring for a really long time a really long time um he tries the rope break but of course that doesn't work we've seen that twice tonight um the dark lighting of this match makes the crowd fall asleep even more it's a third version of the lighting now yeah this time it's kind of swirly looking this time it's like circles of glass or something. Yeah, yeah. This is like a WWE match. It's really slow. Uh, Billy tags in. He clears the ring. He nails Brody King and Buddy Matthews with Famousers. Uh, Malachi sneaks up behind Billy and just does the kick. What is it? Black Mass? Is that what it's called here? Or did they change the name of it? I don't think they ever say what it is, but it, it, it's just Black Mass. And that's it. Yeah. One, two, three. House of Black Retain. What, what did that? Taz say that was so funny in this match? With Uh-oh. Brody King. I didn't write it down. He landed on Bowens, and Taz said, it's like a bathtub falling on you. Taz, how would you know? But okay, (laughs) that's pretty funny. I had one fall on me in Brooklyn. (laughs) Okay. All right, AEW Fight Forever is releasing at the end of June. There's a game. And if you have game. Xbox Game Pass, you don't have to pay anything for the for the you already have it in your subscription, so you don't even have to pay for the game. Fantastic. Because it's like it. a $60 game. It's it is. So I'll take it yeah. for, for not free, because I had to pay for Game Pass, but still. Yeah, yeah. It's like a rental sure, now. Not? But I get to play it whenever sure. I want. 
Neat. Yeah. Good. Their faces look kind of creepy in this game, but I don't know. We'll oh see. my god, when they showed Sam McVar, I was like, oh, what was wrong with him? This mouth is too toothy. Weird. The lips aren't something. Yeah. It's scary. Time for another championship match. This is the TBS championship match. Oh, this is the one I was dreading because yeah. I didn't want to see Ty win the title. I was so upset yeah. that it could happen. Yeah. The good news is it's not a no DQ match. There are no special guest referees. We are having a normal match. Wow, a normal match with no overbooking? Okay. Right. The entrances are funny, though. Uh, Taya comes out with two scantily clad dancing women who can't really dance so much as just randomly writhe around. I'm not really sure what that was. Uh, One is dressed like a demon, a red demon. The other is like a pirate. I have no idea. They're they're not wearing many clothing, so hide hide your eyes if you don't like to see the the pieces and parts. Uh, Jade Cargill, she comes out to a song called All the Pretty Girls Walk Like This. Now, is that her new theme song or is that just for the pay-per-view? I think it was for the pay-per-view because the oh, okay. singer lady was there singing the thing. Oh, okay, that's it. And then uh, she's there with all of her sorority sisters dressed in um, uh, Pepto-Bismol bodysuits. Um, I don't look like that, yeah. Yeah, they're from the Al- Alpha Kappa Alpha. I guess it's the oldest African-American sorority in the U.S., so they're there. That's it. Yes. And they're dancing. Jade probably shouldn't be trying to dance. Um, She's not um, the great dancer, but, you know. Not the best. She but, did the moves okay, but I think they should have rehearsed this more than twice. Because uh, everybody's It did seem like they just did that on what, today, like the day of the show. Yeah. yeah. In my younger days, I used to go to the arena football games, the local arena football league, because the games were cheap and it was fun. Yeah. And friends of mine and I, we would dress up as – these 1970s guys wearing afros and everything in in like 1970s clothes and we called ourselves the fro bros wow. and the cheerleaders liked us a lot so they they said hey you want to do the halftime dance routine with us one week and we said well, yeah of course we will and it was it looked a little bit like this because we rehearsed it once and then it was a disaster wow but it was fun arena football halftime show that's my claim to fame i don't think fro bros by couple of honkies would work in 2023 no we weren't all honkies we we had mixed races in there we were good 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 okay good (laughs) we represented all the colors awesome yeah so here we are tonight um jade is 59 and zero can she make it to 60 let's find out i don't think so and they had been saying on on dynamite rampage that she was 60 and oh and i was like no she's not oops i remember that yeah. she got to 58 by beating that one person on Rampage, then 59, and she was trying to get to 60, but Taya came out and beat up the jobber and never yeah. got to 60. But they had insisted, so they said the wrong number once again. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember that because they were really trying to elevate the count on these shows so she could get up to 59 before this Taya match. Yep. Well, I used to like Taya, but she just seems slow and clunky now. I said that before. Mm-hmm. She wasn't always like this, was she? she no. Used to be fast. And, I uh, remember in Lucha Underground and Impact, uh, she was much better. And I, I know she's kind of bigger, but it's not a weight thing. She used to nope. be just faster than this. It's just, I don't know what it is, but I don't. The match wasn't even horrible. It was just I didn't want to see Taya win. No. I wanted Jade to retain. Me too. She lands on Mark Sterling from the top rope. Killing him. 
Uh, Road to Valhalla by Taya, but Jade kicks out at two. Whoa, uh, wow. That finishing do? move doesn't that's, work. That's your finish you've been fighting for all this time, and it doesn't, it even, doesn't work. even work. Wow. Now you're junk, Taya. Wow. Jade just kicks Taya and then does the jaded. And I thought, one, two, oh, three. she'll get a kick out too. Nope. Nope. Not tonight. Holy crap. Jade pretty much not squashes Taya, but yikes. Yeah, it's goodbye, Taya. We won't see you ever again, I think. You know, I don't know if she officially signed. I don't even know. So, yeah. Maybe she did. If she shows up again, I'll be really surprised. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, that was kind of a weird and dumb ending really quick. Uh, But, yeah, Jade is now 60 and 0. So, next match. Uh, But wait, Mark Sterling stops the celebration. And now I know something's up because I was ecstatic here. (laughs) Yeah, he says uh, Jade is prepared to wrestle anytime, any place to defend this title. Why would you say that? The problem is, well, here's why, because he says there's nobody left. So I can say those things. Oh, no. And then that's the cue. We hear some music and oh, wow. It's Chris Statlander. Can I tell you something? Yes. I was so mad. I was spoiled on this. Do you know who spoiled it? Oh. No, who? Jade. She tweeted what? early in the day that if Chris Statlander ever comes back, I'll beat her oh. because she's made of glass. Why? Joe, two questions. Why am I looking at Twitter? <laughs> that was the most important I know. I, I just go there sometimes. It's a, How many times have you said you're done with Twitter? You can't just go there sometimes. you got to be done, Joe. I know. I know. Get, get, get but there's, there's no replacement. If there was a replacement... <laughs> and I would, but it's a dead platform that people, that celebrities still use. So I, if I want some of my wrestling information, I need to go on there. Yeah, but you got to get it after the show. You can't do this to yourself. Yeah, but I, you know, why would I think she would time? talk about who she's going to face on the show? That doesn't even make sense. They think their fans are idiots and that they need to be spoon fed some of these things. Well, that was the dumbest thing. So when Satlander came out, yeah. I said, oh my God, Jay's just tweeted that thing today. Yeah. Whatever. That was bad. Oh, also Taz Taz pretending that he knew who it was when Statlander came out to new music was that was funny to me too. Yeah, because I didn't know the music. I was like, I don't know whose music this is. I don't remember her having that theme before, but Taz sure did. So maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) There she is. Yeah. Who? (laughs) You know that dame. There she is. That's what Taz would say. Except you turn him into John Travolta at the end. Can't help it. Yes. I don't do all the the good the impressions that you do. But John Travolta, your John Travolta and your um and your <laughs> uh, crazy climber were pretty good. So. Oh yeah, there we go. Put that in my repertoire. Gree should. What did well, Taz say? I don't know. Uh, well, Mark Sterling, he looks really scared. He wants to call it all off. But Jade says, no, it's okay. Bring on the challenge. So here we are. We're going to have a match. Well, Jade should want to wrestle because she said on Twitter the same day that Santlander was made of glass. So why would you not care? Why would you care? I, I don't want to accept that as canon that anybody should have ever known well, that or seen that. I'm mad. So knock it off, Joe. Sorry. It's too late now. Take your Twitter and put it in the trash can. I wish how I much could. Pain it gives you. TBS Championship match, Chris Statlander versus Jade Cargill. Surprise, an extra match on the show. Yay, a good one. Statlander gives the American Sign Language sign of Mama's home. She heads to the ring. The bell rings. 
The crowd is on their feet. Look at that. The crowd cares. Again. Because this is really exciting because this is believable. Yeah. This is the first yeah. time that it's believable that maybe Jade could lose the title. Now, I guess you right. could argue that earlier in the tie match was the first time you, it was believable. But this one, you're almost positive it's going to change. When Taya hit the uh, the road to Valhalla. I was afraid. I that was it. Yeah. Yeah. In this match, it looks like it's not going to work because we get um, a pump kick by Jade. That always sets up for the Jaded. She lifts Statlander up. I'm like, no. But Statlander reverses it into a tombstone pile driver. <gasps> One, two, three, new champion. Awesome. The confetti flies. That's we have great. our second ever TBS champion. Can so cool. Only two. <laughs> yep, only two. That's so yep. neat. So, and I think, wow, this is just in time for the end of Rampage. Thank you. I know. First step, Jade, fire Mark Sterling. Second step, yep. get freaking better stories that aren't just you standing around saying you're the champion. Yeah. And get rid of the baddies. All baddies go away. They're useless. Yeah. And they all hate you. They all. That's they, the they thing. All, they all want to betray you. So why do yeah. you even want them there? Yeah. Change it. Don't play the stereotype. Just start over. Do something new. But this was the part. This was the moment of the night where it's like, I can believe the rest of the show will be amazing because the next two matches, there's no way yeah. they can be bad. And we were right. You're right. So now the next match is our pillars match. Four pillars for the AEW World Championship. It's a four way match. What a Jungle freaking Boy, Jack Perry, fun Sammy match. Sammy Guevara, Darby on MJF. This is. Oh, this is cool. Sammy comes out with... Uh, oh, yeah, Tay, the cue cards Tay, with Ty, Ty Conti, Ty Mello. Conti, Mello, Conti, and some cue cards. And the cue cards there, they just announced that they're going to have a baby. Which is really cute, but because Ty is a heel, that baby is going to be like the a heat magnet. So... Yeah. I'm, I'm like, please don't give us one of those whose baby is it storylines. Oh, for God's sake, no. Don't do that. Please don't do that. I, I'm sure MJF's going to say it's his. <laughs> you don't think he's going to yeah. say that? Oh, he's going to say that. Of course he is. Yeah. If if he's continuing anything with these with these guys, yeah. Even yeah. if he doesn't, he'll say it anyway. Then we get the weirdest entrance of the night. It's Darby Allen. He's got this. This was this bizarre. Little... It's a Vegas Elvis wedding. Yeah, it's a wedding video in an Elvis chapel. The groom is there. It's a big guy wearing an MJF mask. Um, one of those do-it-yourself masks that Darby's been using before with the eyes cut out and stuff. Uh, Elvis is there, and uh, Darby just starts beating up this guy, and yeah. Elvis is standing, smiling on Darby's skateboard as Darby's beating up the fake MJF. It's so weird. Um, then Darby starts to wrap up the guy with duct tape and tells Elvis that Elvis has to help him dispose of the body, and Elvis says, okay, it won't be the first time. <laughs> Oh, my God. That was my Elvis, by the way. He almost Played sounded like much. a redneck Elvis, but yes. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't he? He's like, oh, <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, they wrap up the body in duct tape. They throw it in the trunk of a car, and they drive away down the boulevard, and Darby's holding out of the back of the car on his skateboard. And what a weird intro. What a weird video. <laughs> I liked it. It was really bizarre, and I liked that. Uh -huh. Good. Back in the arena now, Darby comes out with an Elvis jumpsuit, but half of it is a Skellington. Is that what we're calling them? Oh, Skelvis. Skelvis. There it is. Yeah. That was neat. MJF's music is a beautiful orchestral theatrical arrangement of oh, his I theme song. Oh, I love that. That was good. 
<laughs> we see him descending from the heavens on a golden throne oh as goodness. the devil. Yes. Yeah, he's wearing the devil mask that he wore before. Oh, this is so beautiful. I love it. Nice touch. As he approaches the ring, there are a dozen virginal women in white on their knees. Oh, my pawing God. at him adoringly. <laughs> it's, it's so, so over the top. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and he takes off his robes and all that. He's wearing New Japan colors and he's got lions on his trunks. Ah, that's, ah, that's funny. By the way, this, later, this, if you watch the media scrum, he said um, uh, New Japan's uh, glorified indie fat, I think he said. Oh, now I hate him. Yeah. I take back any nice thing. What a sure. jerk. This turns out to be a great match. This is oh, a, I love a, it so a much. Match. Wonderful. So the three guys, they gang up on MJF. And then, of course, that breaks down. They're, they turn on each other eventually. We got some good spots. We also got a lot of storyline callbacks and tributes. Um, Darby tries the headlock takeover on MJF and only gets a two count. Love it. Sammy does the Eddie Guerrero frog splash um, because he's about to be a poppy, you see. Mm -hmm. Um, We get uh, we've had references to (laughs) Eddie Guerrero and Dominic tonight. That's pretty funny. Um, MJF does the storm cradle driver onto Darby. That looked really nice. I thought that was scary. Used it on Brian Danielson at Revolution, I think. Wow. Um, so it's good to see MJF using a good move like that. And then we get uh, Darby does a Scorpion Death Drop on MJF. Uh, and Sammy does the Codebreaker to Darby because uh, Jericho is yep. influenced. Jungle Boy does the Kill Switch on Darby. Yep, he learned that from his guy Christian. That from that guy. And then MJF does the Crossroads on Jungle Boy he because of Cody. Cody. So we're doing all it was these. Nice. Things. Yeah, very nice. MJF gets a microphone. He tells Sammy, Sammy, you got to think about your un- unborn baby. This was a good middle of the match right here. It was good. Everybody gets a break to rest. He says, listen, Sammy, you got to lay down. <laughs> um, it's a lot of money. You, you know you don't have that much money. <laughs> You're going to need it. And then Taz says, kids cost a lot of money. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hook. Uh, Sammy says, okay, I'll do it. I'll lie down. So he lies down. MJF covers him. But of course, it's a double cross. Sammy tries to roll up MJF, but only gets a two count. We get some more tributes. Sammy puts the walls of Jericho on MJF, and then Darby <laughs> puts the Scorpion Deathlock on the Jungle Boy. Look at that. Boy. Mentor City. I love it. Who will submit? Then we get a four-way submission where everybody's putting a move on somebody. Oh, my God. It was four. the human centipede. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The person I was watching this with said, you know... If they weren't wearing clothes, this would be really uh, a movie. Uh-huh. I, I said, you're done. You're not watching this anymore. With me. It could have been the human centipede as well. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Figure four, Jujitami, ankle lock, a headlock. Nobody gives up, though. The crowd wants them to fight forever. Uh, everybody eats a destroyer. <laughs> like a, even a, like a leap, uh, like a, a tadpole leapfrog thing on a destroyer from yep. uh, Jungle Boy. So Really cool. good stuff. A lily pad, that's what I meant to say. This is really fun. Um, Just watch this match. Jungle Boy has a yellow confetti tag stuck to his forehead for most of this match. That's funny. Um, They throw MJ out. Then we have a bunch of roll-ups. Gosh, some of these roll-ups I've never seen before. These were really neat. It's very, very Um, cool. MJF even uses a Chris Candido move, the blonde bombshell. Oh, my God. It's the flying uh, avalanche powerbomb. What the heck? Yeah, that was great. He doesn't break his leg on it, though that's good. Um, out comes MJF's uh, ring. He pulls it out from his pants. Nice and sweaty by now. Well, it's legal. 
Yeah. Uh, Darby, instead, before NJF can use it, he just clocks NJF in the back of the head with a skateboard. <laughs> then a cop and drop. And there it is. Side headlock takeover. That's <gasps> going to be it. One, two. No, because Jungle Boy broke it up. Oh. Ooh. This makes Darby really angry. Sammy does the GTH onto Jungle Boy. And this is where the title comes into play for Jungle Boy. He gets to touch the title again. Oh. Because... Um, uh, MJF lays the title belt on top of Jungle Boy while um, while Darby goes to the coffin drop. He lands on the title belt. Ouch! MJF mugs for the camera and then does the headlock takeover onto Darby. One, two, three. I couldn't believe he got him again with that. <laughs> he did. <Whoa>. Then, <laughs> well, rule of threes says the next time Darby's going to get him with that. Yeah, that's the rule of threes. Yep. Oh, I forgot to mention there was a sign in the crowd that said, Phil is a cancer. That's <laughs> great sign. Heading to the back, MJF says he's getting bored and he wants AEW to send him some competition. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. But, yeah, what well, what freaking awesome. Yeah, great match. And you know what? There's no time to breathe because right after that, we're having anarchy in the arena. Another awesome classic. Yeah. If you the don't elite. like blood, don't watch this match. This <laughs> I think Claudio was probably the only one who didn't bleed. Maybe maybe Yuda didn't bleed either. But everybody maybe. else, I think. You mean Swiss? I thought his name was Swiss. It said it on his jacket. Swiss. Yeah, Swiss. Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks versus Yuta, Claudio, Moxley, and Brian Danielson. Talk about the band. This is great. Blackpool Combat Club comes out with the band, a band, playing Wild Thing live. But why is now, the guy of black face and over top of the, the black singer, face is a yeah. black mask? The, yeah, he's wearing all black. He's wearing a black mask. He's got black face paint and a red stripe on it his It doesn't tongue. look good. Yeah. It looks real bad. I'm glad he didn't outline his lips white because that would have been... It really looks really bad. bad. Yeah. As the band plays... The elite charge up into the stands where the BCC are entering the arena. Okay, it becomes a big brawl, and you can—it's a camp. fun brawl. But you can blame yeah. New Jack for the fact that they kept playing the song. <laughs> yes. That's the best. I love that. They're, the band just keeps playing Wild Thing over yep. and over. Mm-hmm. They go into guitar solos. They go back into the song. I love it. I absolutely love it. I know a lot of people were annoyed by this, but I was. Well, I don't think I they just, got it. No, no, they didn't get it. They did this before, and it was because yeah. of New Jack. It's because of New Jack, yeah. Um, the camera switcher's having a hard time tonight because I can hear the video truck now. They're just like, ready one, take run. Oh, it was impossible. Ready, four, take four. And when they were doing split screen, that was the only time it was good because yes. other than split screen, we missed so many spots. Yeah. I would have loved to have a direct feed to all the cameras I and have like five TVs up in my room just to... <laughs> Yep. You would have to to see everything. This match was so crazy and yeah. so many things happened in it. They were good about doing replays for the big stuff because they missed a few big they things. They did. So they the fight eventually descends to ringside. And look at this. Don Callis is going to join us on commentary. Oh. Uh-oh. Now let me tell everyone. I was very suspicious. I was like, you know, Don doesn't have to be in the Blackpool Combat Club because he turned on Kenny. But what if he's... What if he's managing Hangman with the eye patch, black hat, Hangman page? It would be a nice yeah. change. And then I thought I had it. 
But then Paige started like trying to win and he kept going yeah. for pins. And I was like, then that would, it doesn't add up. Yeah. It doesn't you, make sense. You mentioned that to me ahead of he time. He would want thought, Hangman like, okay. to, he would want Kenny to lose because of him. So yeah. no, Hangman is with Kenny. Yeah. Something's up with Don Callis here. Yeah. Something's up. You knew exactly what that. it was. Arut, something is up with Don Callis. That's the exact words here. So Look at that. Oh, my gosh. Claudio picks up one of the referees for us just so we can know that even the refs will bleed in this match. Freaking Mike wow. Knox and his like, blades. <laughs> God, it's ridiculous. He's out with Moxley. Moxley's like, I'll show you how to do it, kid. Yep. Um, and a band, they keep playing Waltzing Matilda. No, Wild Thing. Yes. Uh, Hangman and Danielson are in the ring. Hangman, oh, here it is. He takes off his eye patch to show he's healed. Mm. At that moment, I knew, no, nope, he's this. not turning. He's on not him. turning, and I didn't like he's that He's the good all. guy. Uh, the BCC beats up Hangman anyway. Eventually, the Elite recover. Oh, and this was fun. They do that Terminator thing. Oh, four of four them. Four of them. Yeah. Yeah, and they're facing different directions. And Oh, it was perfect. I loved it. It reminded me of that time when the um, Osprey and Ricochet do the double flippy Superman pose thing, you yeah. know, in the ring. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I hope they use that in uh, the openings uh, yeah. for Dynamite or, cool. or whatever. All right. They fight up the ramp. And finally, the Young Bucks here goes. The the lead singer of the band, he's wearing a, a Blackpool Combat Club shirt. And the Young Bucks super kick him to the ground. I hope people hits. don't start saying Blackface Combat Club because of that dumb singer. No, no, they won't. Okay. The crowd goes crazy because the song is over and it was perfect because uh, you kind of almost forgot that the song was still going until it ended. And you're like, okay, that was a no. nice touch. It was kind of hypnotic a little bit. Now the fight goes into three separate locations. So Mox and Omega are on the entrance ramp with a barbed wire poker chip. Of course they like are. One of those giant ones. Yeah. Claudio and Mac Jackson are up in the concourse area in the concessions. Brian Danielson, Hangman Page are in the ring with Utah and Nick Jackson. <laughs> and so we get a call back to the Nexus takeover. Remember that? The Nexus takeover? We sure do. This was awesome. Yeah. When remember Brian Danielson got fired for using hanging, a tie uh, and choking out Justin Roberts, he choked out Justin Roberts. So here he is again. This time he's attacking Justin Roberts, taking his jacket. <laughs> Look at that! I love that. That's uh-huh. good. So screw you, Vince McMahon. Yep. Here now, um, Moxley is bleeding, of course. Claudio does the giant swing to Matt Jackson in the concessions area. Yep. Why not? <laughs> With the fans surrounding him, that was great. Nick Jackson's bleeding. That doesn't happen too often, but here he is. And uh, Wheeler Yuta's wiping it on himself. Gross. Hangman is now bleeding. Okay. Moxley yep. just landed in barbed wire and glass shards. And we, we had to see it. the replay of that. Yep. Um, and there's a lime green extension cord in the room. Hey, that's Roosh's that extension cord. <laughs> that's the one that Roosh uses. You're not allowed to use that. No. I don't know what it's for. Oh, but then I see, oh, there's a... Uh, there's a leaf blower there, so maybe that's what it's for. Oh but they God. never used it. Well, they they, gonna... they use it on the commercials to to get all the trash out of the ring and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mox, Yuta, and Brian they beat up Hangman. The dust. Cut, now we cut away outside, and it's Claudio and Matt Jackson. Claudio throws Matt into the back of a pickup truck and pile drives him in the bed Jeez. of the truck. <laughs> Ouch! This is insane. Um. 
we got a dead eye to Moxley on the apron. Yikes. Now, now Kenny's back. He's recovered. He's got a trash can that he's using. He's got to do Captain, Captain America, America spot again. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. He blocks the, uh, the leaf blower. He, he slices, uh, Danielson in the face and then he goes after Claudio but Claudio just catches it with one hand oh that's beautiful that was a great spot yeah Moxley beats up both Nick Jackson and Kenny in the ring he puts uh, Nick in a Boston Crab and he won't let go even though Kenny's trying to kick Moxley it's not breaking the hold he should have beat triggered him but he didn't yeah that's why I thought he was Claudio into. gets in the way he throws Kenny out of the ring and so a lot of cursing in puts, this match by the way a lot of f-bombs yeah, yeah, of course there is. Yeah, there was MJF too. Two matches in a row, lots of lots of F words. MJF will always cuss, and yeah, you yeah. just know it's going to happen. Moxley's doing it too. Yeah, Wheeler Yuta puts a yes lock onto Nick, so now Nick is in a yes lock and a Boston Crab, so he's probably going to tap out. But no, Matt Jackson is coming down the ramp, and <laughs> this was the biggest surprise in this match to me. He super kicks Moxley and. Matt Jackson's shoe, when it hits Moxley's face, it explodes into a firework. I don't explosion. think anyone could have expected an exploding sneaker. I don't think anyone thought that was part of the show. It was perfect. I don't know how they rigged that gimmick. I don't but know, it but it awesome. worked. I didn't know if it was supposed to go off three times because he kicked other people and it didn't go off, or if it was just all for the first shot on Moxley. No idea. It looked amazing. It sounded amazing. It didn't kill Moxley, so well done. Yeah. Buckshot Lariat to Yuta now. Claudio saves Yuta from getting pinned. And then Claudio takes off one of Matt's shoes and punts it into the crowd. <laughs> Boo! He takes off Matt's sock, too, and the crowd boos because someone had to return the shoe. It's like yeah. a $1,000 shoe or however much I they know. spent. Even though it was all ruined because it's all black now I from know. the explosion. Oh, but now... What has Moxley got in his hands? Oh, no, it's thumbtacks. <laughs> oh, this was gross. He makes a pile of thumbtacks in the ring. And he picks up Matt Jackson like he's going to do an atomic drop. Oh. But instead, he just drops him feet first. Onto oh, the my tacks. God, with the bare foot. And it's bare now foot. filled with tacks. We get a kind of a close up of that. And yeah, there it's his coated in tacks. He could go tap dancing now because no. of the soundproof. Oof. V trigger to Claudio, who psycho need a Kenny and Hangman. Then hammer anvils to all of the elite who are there. Um, now Matt comes back in the ring and Moxie says, this, we haven't hurt you enough. We're going to put a bunch of thumbtacks in your mouth. Oh, Just that the- spot. Holy crap. Claudio does a European uppercut and tacks go spring. Oh, everywhere. right out of his mouth. That was disgusting. I was afraid he's going to swallow one of those or something. Yep. It's always a possibility. Now Kenny and Hangman are alone in the ring, surrounded by the BCC, and they rally each other like brothers. I love yep. that part. Really nice. Stuff. The camera work was good here. They zoomed in at the right spot. Well done. Well done. Uh, we get a dead eye to uh, Brian Danielson. A one-winged angel to, to Brian Danielson. One, two. No, Yuta makes the save. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Now it's Yuta versus Kenny and Hangman. And Yuta's not going to escape this because you can't escape Really good combo move there. Yep. And now you hear it. A noise on commentary. Don Callis has dropped his microphone. He gets up. You don't really see it unless you're watching. He gives a screwdriver to Yuta. I saw it. Nails Hangman with it. Uh Uh-huh. Kenny hits a V-trigger on Yuta. And then he tries for the one-winged angel, but Don Callis interrupts that. And now a masked man jumps into the ring. Is it a fan? 
He mm. nails Kenny. No, it's Konosuke Takeshita. <gasps> Utah has the screwdriver. He nails Kenny in the head with it and covers him. One, two, three. Yuta just pinned Kenny what? Omega to win the match. Oh, my God. Don Callis takes off his belt and starts strangling Kenny with it. Choking oh, him. wow. Kenny's dead in the middle of the ring. All of his friends are gone. We get a, a, an aerial shot of it above. He looks dead. All the guys, BCC, Callis, Takeshita, they pose over Kenny's body. And the commentators question, are Don and Takeshita in the Blackpool Combat Club? I say they don't have to be. No, they don't have to be. Now, do they need a leader to take you know Regal's place? No. He could I don't think role, so, because Moxley it. and Brian can talk. Yeah. Yeah, they don't need it. There you go. What an awesome double main event to a show where if you took out the middle, you yeah. wouldn't even notice. Yep. Because Battle Royal was a lot of fun. Yeah, that middle was an overbooked dud, but the Battle Royal was awesome, and the last two or three matches were awesome. Yeah. And so if you just want to watch for those, it's good. But unfortunately, yeah. not my favorite AEW pay-per-view. But then the last two matches make you think, well, maybe yeah. I love the show. But... Even the Statlander part above before. Oh, yeah, so last three matches, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's a mix for me on this one. It's it's a thumbs down for me because I expect more. It's a it's a neutral for me. I got like, unfortunately, I got to give it like a five out of ten, and that sounds like a really low score. But yeah, the middle brought the want, average down severely, yeah. which w- it would have been a nine out of ten show. That's why I say it's a fail because uh, AEW, you're not allowed to have five out of ten. You're just you not allowed to because you know why? Because it's fifty bucks. It's fifty bucks exactly. Yeah. You can do five out of ten on, on Friday night. Yeah. But this is, not on this a Sunday a fifty dollar pay per view. So yeah. Although although the ending was really and a lot of people didn't like the ending with the they don't think that Takeshita is whatever over enough to be that guy that comes in and yeah, he is. costs him match, but he is though, and we haven't is. even seen and what heel Takeshita really is all about yet. Right. So just hold now on a minute. We get to watch that happen. That's the best part of it. Yeah. So Somebody new. Yes. Yep. And he can say, you know what? I've been in this company for a few months and I'm just not getting anywhere. Exactly. This is why I did this. Let's read an email from Ian. It says, Dear Smart Wrestling Friends, Double or Nothing contains some very good matches, some interesting returns, and some story elements that I think could lead to good things in the future. It was also, by some distance, AEW's weakest pay-per-view to date. I would agree. For a show with eight title defenses on the card, it's remarkable how little of the show felt like it mattered. Yep, me too. The tag titles, the the uh, TNT title, I didn't care. The uh, the women's title too, Tony Storm winning, I don't want that. Nope. How many stories that should matter didn't even make it onto the card? Jay White deserves better than jobbing in a battle royal, then beating up the same guy backstage yet again. Swerve and Keith Lee both deserve better than the corpse of a story they're handcuffed to. And while the world title match was well wrestled, the conclusion was so foregone. Oh, we forgot to mention this. On the on the buy-in, um, Excalibur was like, so, or Tony Schiavone was like, well, who do you pick, Taz? And Taz was like, well, I got to go with MJF because he's MJF. Even though I, you know, whatever. And, uh, well, who do you pick, JR? Why is MJF's going to win? Why would you both <laughs> say that? 
<laughs> we already know that's going to... Why wouldn't you each get to pick one of the other pillars? This is so bad. That's why you rehearse things before you do things. Oh, my God. Yeah, he says, while the world title match was well-wrestled, the conclusion was so foregone that Taz and JR both spoiled it on the pre-show. They sure did. They were just like, yeah, I already know it's MJF. Those other little kids can't win. They look like they're in high school. Worse than this, the parts that were surprises were crappy surprises. The logic... Crappy surprises. The logic Aww. in the tag title match was so faulty as to be non-existent. I'm officially done with Jeff Jarrett being anywhere near the tag titles. He's already gotten two shots at them. Yeah, he's done. I love Chris Statlander and I'm delighted she's back, but in their efforts to keep Jade looking strong in defeat, they only made Chris look weak in victory. It is true that Chris could only beat her because she had already wrestled the whole match. It's a good point. That's, I'll mm-hmm. say that's fair. It was probably the only way to protect Jade, but you're right. Yeah. I will say Anarchy in the Arena was superb. Yep. Apart from the awful live band. Yeah, I don't like the blackface Aww. guy, but it was at least, you know, whatever. However, one wonderful match wasn't enough to save a show that managed to be overbooked and underbooked at the same time. They can't all be winners, and this one wasn't. Thanks, Smart Wrestling Friends. Uh, Ian. Well, I thought I hated the show in the middle, and Ian didn't. He liked it less than me. Wow. AEW Ian hates the show more than wow. you. He dropped the AEW name on this pay in this uh, pay per view uh, email. Oh, did just he just called himself Ian? Period. Wow. Look at that. Come on, now that's that's a little severe. Yeah. Huh. Um. Okay. And the other, <laughs> we have an email about blood money, but. I'll say it after Raw because Raw tells you about blood money. Okay. So let's do Is Monday that it Night for the yeah. double or nothing emails. Uh, I don't see any more. I thought we had two or three, but we only have one. Okay. Um. All right. So Raw, which we just watched, um, live Memorial Day, New York, something or other. Um, Albany. Here it is. What's Albany? Yes. <laughs> they show almost all the blood money finishers. So here you go. Yeah. Oscar okay. wins against Bianca. In a very creative finish, by the way, the mist didn't work because she kept missing her with the mist. So she misted uh-huh. her own hand and then raked Bianca's eyes. Oh. And then, yeah, did the finish like that. So it worked. Okay. Uh, Seth Rollins becomes the first ever World Heavyweight Champion. Brock wins his match against Cody because Cody passed out. Sammy and Kevin win because Jimmy turned on Roman Reigns finally. So yep. there, I saved you three bloody blood money hours. So you don't have to watch that. <laughs> and there's more yes. I'll tell you about later in the show. But um, new world heavyweight champion Seth Rollins out through. You know what? I'm going to read the email now. So it's from your number one fan. Um, oh. It's been a while. I hope you fellas are well. I wanted to ask you who, in your opinion, will take the undisputed universal heavyweight title off Roman Reigns. It should be Cody. Nobody else. Has to be Cody at uh, um, next WrestleMania. Oh, my gosh. I know. Seems like a long time, but that's the answer. (laughs) Sorry, I know that's a loaded question. You might not want to say everything you know, but over the last 1,000 days, while Roman has had some great matches, only two stand out as possible times he could have really been defeated. Personally, I thought Drew McIntyre had a really credible chance at Clash at the Castle. Well, people did. People thought it was over there. I was shocked when it wasn't Cody at WrestleMania. No, Cody's story is better I know I didn't think this then at WrestleMania. I thought this is, you know, maybe maybe this is stupid. But Cody not winning there and then having to actually 
do a whole redemption story and climb back from nothing and then, you know, try to win money in the bank and fail and then try to win the Rumble again and who knows if he'll succeed. And then get to WrestleMania and you don't have a way and then you finally get your rematch against Roman Reigns and then win. That's a big deal. So I think that's a better story. Solo, Sokoa would be an interesting choice, but it's it's not unthinkable to see him as champion. We haven't heard much from him, so perhaps he would need the wise man to be a special counselor. And that's exactly what I was going to tell you before I finished that sentence. Was it would that would only work if Heyman turned on Reigns and went with Solo. So that could it could work. The problem is people would want Solo as a face and Heyman wouldn't be good at managing a face. Um, no. Also, I mean, he, he's done it with Brock where Brock was a face and Heyman was a heel. Kind of that's, that's happened technically, I guess you could say, well, Brock was kind of neutral. He'd beat up everybody. Also, to be honest, after WrestleMania, I assumed they would build up Cody to take the titles off rain. It's at SummerSlam and they still might. No, that is not the plan match for SummerSlam. I can't say what it is, but I have the entire SummerSlam card as, as of now. I mean, they could change it. Originally it was, um, uh, Becky Lynch against Trish. And now, I'm just going to say it. And now it's uh, Becky and Lita against Trish and Zoe Stark. So, um, yeah, that's it as of right now. Um, Hmm. But he says, that's what I thought they were doing, putting him with Brock. Is it working, though? Yeah. Uh, Well, no, I'll just. okay. I'm not going to tell you who Reigns is wrestling. But yes, at WrestleMania, it's supposed to be Cody and um, Cody and Brock again. And at Money Uh, in the at SummerSlam. Um, what did I say? I think you said WrestleMania. I meant SummerSlam. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's supposed to be Cody and Brock three at SummerSlam, and also they're putting they're doing Money in the Bank qualifiers, and one of them has Riddle in it, and one of them has. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that could work out because it's right now Money in the Bank. It's supposed to be Riddle against Gunter for the Intercontinental Title, so that would be weird if that were. But the they tease. Well, they tease this on Raw a little bit too, don't they? But they tease that they're going to win money in the bank, like each get yeah, a brief briefcase shot. But I don't think they're. I don't think it can be in the match because they have a separate match. So well, no, but, but if Riddle won money in the bank and then he challenged Gunter for the Intercontinental title, yeah. But the point is, in. it's they're supposed to both. Ah, uh, no, I don't know for sure because that's right. Gunter was supposed to be in a qualifier, and how would he lose? He can't. So yeah. hmm, interesting. Um. He says, anyway, my choice would be Sami Zayn. Through amazing work from Sami, he has truly broken out as a top superstar, which would have been hard to believe a year or so ago. The story's there. They don't have to overthink and swerve us. Sometimes the obvious choice is how a story has to end. Am I dreaming? Is that how the epic bloodline story will end? Will Sami be the one to defeat Roman? Or will it be Cody? Or is there someone I'm overlooking? Not Seth, right? You Love the show. You're number one fan. It was talked about to have Seth beat Roman Reigns. Yes, but they want to finish Cody's story, which may mean Cody winning the world title and then going on to beat Reigns to combine all the titles, not to unify them, but just to have him have them at once. (laughs) And then they have to create another world title for the other show. So there's four. That would be the fourth place (laughs) title. And with Gunter making the Intercontinental title uh, important. Um, that would be the fifth title. Um, love the show. You're number one fan. Thank you for the email. So there's some I got, thoughts in there. I got a question stuff. to follow up on that then. Um, are we done with The Rock? Is he not ever going to do this? 
No, I don't think he is. So Okay. Because again, he Good. would only really I mean, you could do that at like say a Survivor series or a SummerSlam or whatever, but um or even at a Royal Rumble, but I've heard nothing about him. I mean, Rock was I had a an, a year early WrestleMania card that had Rock versus Reigns penciled in. Right. Right. It never happened. Um, smoothies. Yeah. I thought you said smoothies. Like a smoothie <laughs> mix with a movie. The smoothies in the movies. Smoothies. Yeah. Um, I can tell okay, I'll tell everybody one SummerSlam spoiler that I know that maybe people don't know yet. At SummerSlam, Sammy and Kevin are putting the titles online against DIY. Oh. Chompies and Gorgano are coming back together for that match. Okay. I so, like shh, that. I don't know if anyone's was supposed to know yet. I'm not I can't say the rest of the card. I don't want to spoil it for everybody and whatever, but that's yeah. supposed to happen. Okay. Uh let's get back to Raw now. Thank you for the email. Um so new heavyweight champions <clears throat> champion Seth Rollins comes out but through the crowd. He goons around a lot while the crowd sings. There's streamers and pyro. Oh, how much of what I said came true? I had the script since this morning. So usually I don't get it till maybe like four in the afternoon or so. But I had it really early. And I think only one thing changed. Okay. So that was not too bad. Um but I heard I knew about the streamers. I knew about Seth's tag match and everything. Um, I knew who was going to win the women's match. I knew who was going to win both qualifiers. Wow. Yeah. Does that just mean Vince wasn't there to rewrite everything? He's been doing everything remotely. He doesn't come there anymore. <clears throat> but he still changes stuff. There was one. There was at least one change today. Um, okay. So Seth says, finally, Raw has a champion that wants to be here and is ready for a fight. That's nice. He says, I want all the fights. <laughs> and then music plays and it's SmackDown's AJ Styles. So much for the draft. Mm-hmm. First week, it was Paul Heyman. So much for the draft. Then it was Paul Heyman. So much for the draft. Then it was tonight. It was AJ Styles, Raquel, Shotzi, Ronda, Shayna, Bailey. Is this a joke? Um, EO, none of them are from, from raw. Are they? Now, no, they, you know what? I think, I think Raquel is from raw now. Or am I wrong? I don't even know now. This is for this tag team championship, right? Yeah, but you're the champs can float to the other show. Not if it's vacant, you don't just have anybody, whatever. Right. They're just making up rules as they want. And this draft is already out the window. So, yeah. They figure if they just stick to it, like, generally, and they just do this once in a while, then why even have it? Why bother? Uh, yeah, I don't even know why I'm trying to do that. Why not just put <laughs> the best people on the, like, on the best, whatever. Like, whoever's good for today, you use them. Wouldn't that be yeah. better? Yep. Okay. Um, AJ comes out and he says, I don't think you... Oh, and the crowd chants... The, it's, earlier, they were chanting, you deserve it, Seth Rollins. And he looks at Seth and he goes, I don't think you deserved anything. You earned it. Her, her, her. Isn't that so, the same thing? I don't know. It's, it's, he's you saying deserve he it because hard. you earned it? Or is he know. saying it wasn't handed I know. Rollins says, earn this. No, he says, you earned <laughs> this. And he, they shake hands. So now okay. Judgment Day comes out. Balor pretends he wants to throw up, which wasn't funny at all. 
Rhea says they run Raw. Priest says they run the entire WWE. And they say, one of the Judgment Day is going to take your new title. I swore they would say, maybe it's going to be Rhea, but they didn't say that. Rhea goes, maybe it'll be Dum Dum. And she purposely doesn't say Dom Dom. She says Dum Dum, so the crowd laughs. And Rollins and Style crack up at that idea that Dominic could ever be the world champ. Rollins says, okay, any two of you guys against the two of us tonight, and it's on. Or is it? Mm -hmm. Um, Tonight, it says, the end of the blood. Tonight, Raw, the end of the bloodline, question mark. (laughs) All that means is we're going to see blood money. And Cody live, which in the script says, what's next for Cody? (laughs) Um, The women's tag title fatal four-way thing and Nakamura against Bronson Reed money in the bank qualifier. But Ricochet comes out because he also has a qualifier coming up next. Backstage, a homeless man talks on a stolen iPhone and says, basically says, screw the brand split. AJ Styles is in the building. Then he goes over to AJ and Rollins and talks to them. And they clown with him. And they're like, make that match. Just do it. And he's like, I'm trying to. I'm on the phone right now. Who is he talking to? I'm guessing Vince. Vince is bothered with the day-to-day operations of a general manager. That doesn't even make sense. I, that's the best answer I can give you. I don't know. Who I know. I just don't think it's to. the right answer. That's all. Yeah. But who else would it be? But Vince. Wow. Oh no no no! I it's I think it's supposed to be Triple H. Triple H. Yeah, but they just why don't they yeah. just say that? Yeah. Whatever. Money in the Bank qualifier Ricochet against Already in the Ring Miz. Why? Wow, I wonder who's gonna win. Oh my yeah. God. Did you notice for some weird reason, Miz just, just decides out of the blue. I don't know why. Maybe this is a Twitter thing. He changed his move set for this match. Oh, I didn't notice that. He just started doing different moves and he never does. What was this? But shooting star press ricochet advances and there's a cra- sign in the crowd. Did you see it? No, I don't says, think I did. It says pee pee poo poo. So. <laughs> I did not pee-pee see that. and the poo-poo and the pee-pee and the poo-poo. Um, Trish Stratus comes out. This was horrible. She says, she points to the thank you that it says on her on her outfit on the back. And she goes to the crowd, thank you for saying those words. Thank you, Trish. They didn't say it. They never said it. Nope. Did she think they were going to chant it just because she pointed to it and she's supposed to be a heel? Yes, I think so, she is pretending to have heard it and playing right. the heel. So the segments have been so dead with her because the crowd doesn't want her as a heel. This week they add fake boos to the point where they were messing abruptly with the volume and you could hear exactly like you're looking at the crowd and they're not making, they're not booing. They're no. not doing anything. And so they turn down the boos and then the crowd starts wadding her and it's bad. And she calls out her new pal, Zoe Stark. So let me tell you another thing about Blood Money, which we didn't say. Becky against Trish was a brutal match. As in, oh my God, Trish, you're not ready to wrestle. There was a part where Trish did a headstand and she was going to do a Hurricane Rana to Becky out of, off the top rope. She, This is Trish. They bragged about her all her yoga stuff on Instagram and how great she is at yoga. She stood on her head and put her legs so far away from Becky. Becky had to grab them from hmm. the side of her, from her shoulder, and then place 
each leg around like on her ears and then take wow it was bad wow not good so anyway the point is zoe stark hid under the ring the whole match and then helped trish win so trish calls out her new pal zoe stark i had called what did i say i said trish would win with her feet on the ropes and that didn't happen it was zoe stark so zoe comes out no reaction whatsoever from the crowd trish has a big bruise on her face which I don't even remember when that was from. Becky comes out. She says, you're still in your gear. I'm still in mine. They are. They're wearing the smelly blood money suits still. Yeah. Like they never they took a shower. just got on the plane and came straight to the show. Yes. Two days ago. Um, and she's like, I want a match now. And Zoe attacks. So Becky easily dispatches her. And then Becky goes after Trish. But eventually it's two on one beat down and the Z360 to Becky. And they try to put this thank you Trish shirt on the front of Becky, but they job to the shirt. They can't figure it out. Eventually. No, I think eventually they beat it, but they were jobbing for a while there. They just shoved it on her chest. They didn't even, they couldn't figure it out. Yeah. They just draped it on her. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. Wow. Trish has no, no heat whatsoever. They had to totally fake this segment. Nobody in this arena was booing and they thought by piping in the fake boos, then the crowd would boo. But they did not. They wanted nope. her. They don't care. Indushare walking. So now Indushare with Jinder versus already in the ring. Big body Javi from NXT and some other guy who looks like a character. But I, who is that guy? I have no idea. I couldn't figure out. He had these gloves guys. on. And what am I missing? Who is that? Now, to be fair, I stopped watching NXT weeks ago because I couldn't stand Booker T anymore. Um, yeah. So I don't know who that was. But this, again, gets no reaction from the crowd. They don't care about this match. Oh, before the match, Veer tries to jump up on the apron on their entrance, and he falls <laughs> off. He misses. He's supposed to grab the middle rope and jump up, and he missed Oops. the rope, so he just flopped to the floor. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Squash match, stupid. Indushare wins. Whatever. This is nothing. So, um, Sammy and Kevin walking. They replay the whole blood money thing where Jimmy turns on Roman Reigns. So... What happened was the Usos weren't supposed to be there. They were supposed to stay at home and then just come to SmackDown. But the Usos decided to stick their nose in Reigns' business again without asking because they wanted, I'm helping, I'm helping. So they went there, took out Sammy and Kevin, thought, okay, we're going to get in the ring and help now. Missed their super kicks and hit Solo right in the face. So Solo's out. Reigns comes in the ring, starts screaming at them and says, what did you do? Why would you? I told you to stay home. This day one thing, it's done. We're done. We're done. And Jimmy is like looking all upset. He just super kicks Reigns right in the face. And yeah. and Jay looks at him and goes, what did you just do? And he's like, something you should have done like a long time ago. And then he kicks yeah. Reigns again in the face. And then Jimmy, Jay doesn't know what to do. So he's like, let's just get that out of here. And they just leave. Yeah. So very, very cool. Very good, because uh, I didn't expect that turn to happen for months. So, there especially you go. not in Blood Money. No, I expected. Yeah, well, I shouldn't say months because it couldn't be months for a reason that I won't say. But um, at least another month or so. But they say Roman Reigns is going to be on the SmackDown 1,000 day celebration of his title reign, and I'm going to say he's not going to be happy there. Nope. Because all he's got left is 
Paul and Solo. Not much of a bloodline there. No. So Maybe he'll bring in the wild Samoa. No, can't do that. Can't do that. But man, the, they're imploding. So that's interesting. So speaking of that, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out. Sami says, hey, guess what? We won. And not just we won our match, but we watched the bloodline crumble and Roman got, he he deserved everything he got. Yeah. And Reigns might be the best of all time. Maybe you could argue that, but every time he looks at us, he's going to remember that we won. So Imperium come out. This was amazing. They come yeah. out to the ring and Owens just loses his mind because they broke the rule of wrestling. He's like, wait, wait, why did you come out? We never said Imperium. If we said it, like the last week we said it, and then you come out. That's how wrestling works. He's like, but you guys came out. You broke the rules. We have to say your names. And he's freaking out. (laughs) And Sammy's like, yeah, it's kind of true. We didn't say your names. You're not supposed to come out. And then Sammy goes, don't you? He goes, don't you guys have a match with American Alpha? And I'm like, (laughs) what year is this? That he thinks that's a thing. But Kaiser says, you guys are riddle, you guys are an embarrassment. Riddle's an embarrassment. And then Owens looks at, at Kaiser and goes, you know, why do we always have to hear from Slenderman? Later, by the way, on commentary, he says, yeah, I meant Slenderman, but I said Slenderman. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> and he goes, and sometimes we hear from him. And then sometimes we hear from from the one with the ears and he meant Gunter. And that's so funny. He goes, but we never hear from the bald guy. And then Sammy has to ruin it by having a baldy chant, which what, who cares if a guy's bald? Like, how is that anything anymore? Then you hear shoosh and it's Gable and alpha Academy and Maxine come out. And Gable says that a new and improved alpha Academy with Maxine in a matching outfit. So it was a really, really long shoosh. Oh, it's super long. But Gable's funny, and he wants to fight Imperium now. And then Owen says, say the funny thing that you say. And he had to think about it for a minute. He's like, wait, what did he tell me was funny? Oh, you mean <laughs> a thank you? And then that makes Owen's pop. So what a yeah. funny segment. What a great segment. Yeah, that was very entertaining. Now we get a video for Caden and Katana from NXT. We're supposed to remember that they were drafted. Well, that's oh. great. Okay. Imperium Kids against Alpha unofficial number one contender match. By the way, in the script I have, this is a number one contender match for a future match with uh, Sammy and Kevin. So there you go. Um, Sammy and Kevin go on commentary and it's just gold. Everything they say is funny. He says the Slender Man line. Uh, Grave says, welcome to Mystery Science Theater. Uh, Sammy and Kevin are like, we're Canadian. We don't understand that reference. It's really funny. They're very good. Um, Valhalla comes out. What? To go after Maxine? And then Maxine fights her off and Valhalla chases her back. What? That sure was a thing. Why are they? Why is that a thing? I don't think either of them wrestle. So what are we doing? I don't know. Okay. So I guess they're the managers of the teams. Whatever happened to the male models? Whatever happened to the Vikings? The Vikings actually wrestle, though. They might lose, but they wrestle. Um, the models, no, they're they're still in Raw. I mean, they okay. got drafted to Raw. But the models that Maxine manages, they haven't been on months, weeks and months. Um, 
Owens and Sammy, like I said, are awesome. Imperium Bomb or Imperial Bomb or whatever it's called. Imperium win. And then Graves creepily stares at the camera forever. Oh, I loved it because he was just so annoyed by their comments. Oh, yeah, because he, he couldn't just... get... By the way, I, that's what I didn't say. He could not get a word in. <laughs> so he is just looking like he is the most annoyed yeah. man ever. Yeah, I didn't think it was a creepy stare. I thought it was just like, I hate my life right now yeah. kind of stare. You would think he was having fun, but no, no, no. Backstage interview with Raquel and the tank liar. Damage control comes in and Bailey mocks the mm. the fake tag team. Uh, because they deserve it, because they're the fake tag team. So Raquel and the Tank Liar come out. Now a Candice... Okay, so here's where it gets weird, because there was supposed to be a segment with The Way, and Chompy was supposed to be like, oh, I'm back. And they're like, well, and we don't know if Johnny and Chompy can get along. That didn't happen. But instead we get a Candice LeRae exists video where her gimmick is Tinkerbell, and she'll win if you believe enough. Right, it's very Bo Dallas. Um, what a weird gimmick. Yeah. I don't buy it. Okay, the vacated title match. It's four-way for, to see who's the new women's tag champions. Raquel and Tanklier against Arden the Ring racist Sonya and Chelsea Green against Bailey and Io against Ronda and Shayna. It's not a bad match, except when Shotzi gets in there, everything is bad. Everything she does is botched. I don't think she did. I maybe she did one move right. We get a. This was awesome though. We get a thank you Bailey champ because Ronda's about to win the title with an armbar, and Bailey comes off the top rope with their Macho Man elbow and smashes Ronda. So the crowd was like so happy Ronda didn't get the title. Right. Guess what? Ronda wins anyway. But Tanklier botches. Almost everything. She even does one where she's supposed to fly and break up a pin or a submission or whatever. She lands right on her partner by mistake. Oops. And even Corey points it out. And she's sloppy and she missed the yeah. mark. But yeah, Rhonda taps out Tank Liar and we have new champions and they were supposed to win those titles months ago. So okay, there you go. I say months ago, but I think it was only two months ago. Month and a half, whatever. Um, but anyway, Ronda and Shane are the new champs, whatever. That was a plan. Yeah. That was a plan way before Ronda broke her arm. So, AJ right. Styles and Seth Rollins have a fake conversation backstage. I wonder what they were really saying because it was not real. We couldn't hear them. No, no, it wasn't. Now we get the match no one ever asked for Dolph Ziggler against JD McDonough. This match is mm. nothing. JD just attacks Dolph on the steps again, like he did in that battle royal, and they get a double count out. And the crowd is like, "Why do what what is happening here? Why do we want this? Who is this guy? Dolph's wrestling. Good job. Yeah, don't need it. Don't want it. Cody walking. So Cody comes out to the ring. He says, "I didn't tap out to Brock because that's not who I want to be." Is Mister Tap Out? And he quotes John Cena, and I don't know why because Cena said never give up. And he wonders why Brock isn't here tonight. And he says, "Brock." It's one and one. Are you satisfied with that? So I'm op- issuing an open challenge to you anytime, any show I'm at, whatever you want to do, Brock, anytime, I'll give you my schedule. You're great. I'm going to put you over one more time. He lists Brock's accolades and he says, but you know what, Brock, you're not here and you're, I didn't tap out to you. So you are terrified. 
Brock Lesnar is afraid of Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Good story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Nice twist. Everybody should be afraid of Brock, but now Brock finally found somebody that just won't give up. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Backstage interview with Riddle. Next week, he has a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Gunter comes in. He says, Matt Riddle, I really want you to win the Money in the Bank ladder match and cash in on, on, in on me. Beating you, humiliating you, that's fun to me. <laughs> that was awesome. Okay. If you really want that, just give him a title match. You don't That's have the to thing, let him... right? You don't need to waste the cash in like Theory wasted the cash in on Seth Rollins. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Nakamura comes out. Backstage interview with Ronda and Shayna. Red Carp asks Ronda, how does it feel to be tag team champion again? And Ronda looks at her and goes, it's my first time. Yeah. <laughs> how are you so stupid as an interviewer? That you don't know what question to ask. Anyway, Rhonda, oh, Rhonda is the worst. She calls the titles D's nuts. Mm-hmm. What? What does she think? Okay, forget it. I don't even care. Yeah, let's forget it. Yeah. Nakamura's music has been now playing for seven minutes straight. <laughs> Qualifier match. Nakamura versus poor Bronson Reed that we loved as Jonah and came from a main event program with Okada in New Japan. And now he's here to job in a qualifier. Yeah. This is a match. Um, Bronson goes for the tsunami and misses. So Kinshasa, but Bronson is smart enough to roll out of the ring to the floor. He gets back in at a nine count and eats another Kinshasa. I swear we just saw that finish in WWE in some match. Nakamura advances. I think it was, I think it was Miz against Nakamura. I would be surprised if they just said, do that I thing again. Where we just did this. Yeah. Now they show the almost entire Rhea Ripley versus Natalia match from Blood Money because, yes, everyone, Natalia lost in a squash. Good. Yeah. Backstage interview with Judgment Day. Rhea says, Natalia's not here. I destroyed her. That's it. Memorial Day thing. Something Ronald Reagan. Next week. Okay, I can tell you a little bit about this because I have next week's, um, um, what's that called? Rough draft script. Okay. Next week, it's Becky against Sonya and Natalia against Zoe in Money in the Bank qualifiers. It was supposed to be Becky against mm. Chelsea. And oh my God, I should open, I should have opened up the script before I started saying this because I know what I'm, it's going to sound like I'm making this up, but I'm not. Um, let's see. Let me get my script. Um, but anyway, so I just thought it was interesting that, uh, okay, here it is. That that was, uh, going to be like that. The matches were supposed to be, um, yeah, Becky against Chelsea. I was right. Natalia against Sonia and Zoe against Candace. So they switched okay. them around. And I guess, I don't know. It's kind of oh. obvious Are they <laughs> that if you switch them around like that. Job? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think? Wow. Zoe, Zoe Stark and LA Knight or Zoe Stark and Damian Priest for Money in the Bank? What do you think? Um, let's see. I... I think it's uh, Damian Priest, I think. 
What's what's uh, Finn Balor doing? I don't Do think he's winning Money in the Bank. It seems like he would be kind of like the leader of that group, right? So why would Damien Priest get Cause, elevated? Because they're him? really they're really behind Damien Priest right now. Right now, Triple H is basically in love with him. Okay. So he's big, which they like. They think he That's can a, talk. Yeah. He had that whole program with Bad Bunny. I they just really like him. So and he would go after Seth he would Rollins go at, he would go after Seth Rollins and possibly actually beat him. And the yeah. the thing is, at least that would be a successful cash in with LA Knight, it would be a failed cash in on Roman Reigns. Why? Yeah, that's never That would happening. be a that would be like giving it to Sandow again. That would be like nothing. So right. right. Yeah. 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 The other story the that they didn't do because I think it's scheduled to start next week is um, originally they were going to do, if you remember, they were going to do the title swap where they, um, where Rhea and Bianca were just going to trade Raw and SmackDown titles because it's goofy that the Raw champion is on SmackDown, the SmackDown champions are Raw. It doesn't make any sense if you're not allowed on the other show. So, and they, then they changed their minds to, well, maybe they should hold on to those titles um, for a while until we could do a unification or not. But the point uh, now, it looks like they want to go back to Asuka and Rhea are going to trade because they're both evil, you see, and they could just go, well, you should have this one. No, you should have this one. There's some kind of story there. I don't know what it is, but I don't think that was not in tonight's script. So I assume it's supposed to start next week or the week after. Um, Okay. I also don't want Charlotte coming back and winning Money in the Bank. Can we not do that? Yeah, I don't want to see that anymore. Okay. Well, I'm glad you don't because I don't either. Okay. But we're at the end of Raw here because it's um, AJ Styles and Rollins come out. And Judgment Day pretends that it's going to be Dominic and Priest wrestling. But, of course, it's Balor and Priest. Duh, Dominic's not going to be in the match. Uh, Main event, AJ and Rollins against Judgment Day. Rollins does comedy with Rhea by assaulting her, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't kiss her. But then again, <laughs> yeah. no kissing allowed with Rhea and Dominic on screen. For whatever reason, Dominic's just like a minor or something, even though he's in his 20s. Um, that's not why, though. I'm just saying that. Um, right. Rhea and Dominic get ejected for cheating. Razor's edge to AJ, but... Uh, Balor comes in with a stomp and then another one and Rollins and Styles win the match and there you go that's uh, that's your Raw that's it. you know a lot yeah. of things happened and it's setting up for money in the bank it's just this is another holiday show that's going to get an abysmal rating because everybody was having cookouts and stuff so right. I don't think many people actually watch this um, let me ask you about these qualifying matches do you think that there's going to be kind of like a last chance option for people who were eliminated to come back uh they almost always do that uh but i don't know the reason i ask is it just seems so ridiculous that bronson reed is not a part of this right and 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 um and you might be right that uh it's i mean it's possible that that he's still going to be in it but I have the short list. Do you want the Do you want the list of who right now yeah. is supposed to be in? Yeah. Who's supposed to be in the matches? And who's not supposed to be in the matches? Or should I not? I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. Should I talk about it? Does anyone care? I think, yes, I just have heard. Well, we got callers. Caller, 
What do you have to say? Oh, okay, yeah. The, four people have said yes so far. Okay. I think we're getting the polls are in. I'm checking all the reds what and the blues. And, uh, it looks Keep like, checking. Yeah, reds. It looks like the yes is all right, fine. Okay. percent lead on the all blues, right, on the nose. Let me get my short list here. Uh, right now, here's who's on the list. Short list. L.A. Knight, number one. Damien Priest, number two. Bobby Lashley, number three. Dominic. Matt Riddle. Cody Rhodes. Chad Gable. Edge. Hmm. Finn Balor. And Gunter. That is the list. So that's how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And there's only supposed to be six in the match. So obviously four of them can't be in it. So... Um, what can I say? I don't know. Well, it sounds like a pretty decent list of people, I guess. Yeah. I just feel bad for Bronson Reed. I'm like, dude, you made this decision. I know. Uh, to go to this company and look what, I mean, you're getting paid, so that's good, but. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. I know. Well. We did it. We watched the week in wrestling. There's just so much to talk about. We almost did a four-hour show. Oh, my God. But now I'm tired. Yes. And I think we're done because we did read all the emails. So anything yeah. else? Nope. I'm almost at the end of this thrashed apple Mountain Dew. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's tell everyone the bad news. I, I stopped drinking sugared sodas. I'm back on as, stupid aspartame again. Yeah. I'm back on the zero sugar stuff. I have a Pepsi okay. Zero sitting right here. It's one right. thing or another. It's you have too much sugar and you get your blood sugar spikes, you get the diabetes, or you do the fake sugar and then it kills you somehow in another way. So, or gives mm-hmm. you dementia or something. So, whatever. Whatever. You can't win. There's no winning. You know what you win? If you're boring it all your life and just drink water. You can win that way. <laughs> but man... That sucks. And and then you get hit by a bus. And why? Right. And what kind of life did you live? <laughs> so there you go. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's my my thing. How long did I do the? I'm just gonna drink sugar, and then I'm not gonna try no sugar, and then I'm gonna try this. And yeah, I'm just back to the zero again because, man, I just I just I don't know. What can I say? You gotta have gotta have something. Gotta have yeah, something. something. Is what you say. Okay. Well, anyway, none of that matters anyway. But um, <laughs> that's our program, everyone. Thank you, Humna Mahaba, for subbing in for the Mr. Mutant Larry. Um, thanks for watching so much wrestling. And yeah. let me tell you, kids, if you want even more content, go to patreon.com slash fan and sign up today. Do it. Go get it's it. easy. That's really simple. Okay, that's our show. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. <laughs>